Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. With over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now let's start the show. Hey guys. Hey guys. We're back. Did you take that deep pause for some reason? <laughs> As I was say, did you hear that super deep breath that I took right before we recorded? Bruh. It, it's actually all my recording. Like, so. Therese goes, hey guys. I should leave it in for you guys. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. You should leave it in. Sometimes it'd be like that though. Like where you'd be like, hey y'all. <laughs> it's like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm actually good today though. It's like. I'm a-okay. Teresa ain't got no reason to be tired. She been at home all day. She she ain't working, y'all, because she may be infected. Pray for her. Okay, Grace. Not for real. This HIPAA not violations. For real. You know, you can't. This ain't no joke. Medical information. Why are you trying to tell people? Something oh, I was going to talk about how you could have infected I should, me. I should. You said what? <laughs> I was going to bring up how Teresa could have infected me. Yeah, well, you know, you can't really do that because. You're basically, y'all, if you well, and then I'll have to let's, sue you. Let's backtrack. <laughs> let's backtrack. You are tuned into Twenty Something and Living with Krista and Therese. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, guys, it's funny because you're gonna have to speak up. I feel like I can't hear you for real. Okay, it's funny because I was talking to Therese. Like she came over here a couple of days ago, and I was like, you know, if you come over here, I'm gonna need you to wear a mask. And then now, Therese, all of a sudden, she's feeling sick. She's feeling froggy. Co-workers got it. And First I'm like, all, you know where what? Where you get the foggy from? <laughs> you just made that up? I never told you I was feeling foggy. <laughs> I have had some congestion in my face. And um, my body has been hurting a little bit. But other than that... Oh, what did I say? A headache? I have had a headache for the last couple of days. But... Other than that, I haven't really been, I don't have a sore throat. I don't have a fever. I've taken my temperature three times a day for the last three days. Oh, you don't have a fever? No. Ooh, now that's important. You didn't tell me that. I think I would have started with I had a fever. That's one of the main symptoms. If you had a fever, it's like, now listen. Exactly. That's I why I would, I would have started with that. Give you a reason to be scared. But no, I don't have a fever. I, I'm keeping up on that. I'm keeping, I'm doing all of my remedies it's like, guys, these remedies be real life. I've checked on them. Remedy schmimity. I need a test result. I've already taken a test, Krista. And I'm going to take another little <laughs> uh, bootleg test from Walgreens. And uh-uh. we'll see what Y'all, why is Therese talking about Walgreens test being bootleg? Krista I said that a, she I swabs a... her own nose and that they <laughs> get them back to you in a day. It just sounds a little... Uh, it's got me. Questioning. It's literally Walgreens, and I was like, it's I not feel like, like all they're giving out is negative local shop, fake negative, fake negative results. So just like here, take one of these. Yeah, you're negative, sure. I just feel like that's a. I feel like that's the crack house, uh, urgent care. I don't feel like that's Walgreens. Like I don't know. Yeah. My mom. I told my mom the type of test that they that they give. My mom said that that's a good test. That's what she said. And she, she said it's what. She said it's a good test. She said the 15-minute tests are the ones you got to be cautious of. Do they do 15-minute tests? Yeah, they have 15-minute tests. It's like if some places are taking... I'm, I'm glad 
yeah, I don't want no 15-minute test. And I'm glad that my job don't know about the one-day test because I need more than one day off, okay? <laughs> I wanted every piece I'm of weak. these three days. So, but see, I'm, I'm going to go take two little... You better knock on some wood because, you see, you be home too long. Like, listen, I need to go to work. I need to check. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. After three days, I need I need, to, I need to check. And my job is just right. so unconcerned. They're just like, you know, we're going to spray it down. Y'all will be okay. I mean, yeah, they should definitely be letting y'all work from home. There's They're like, no um, come in here and do these claims. Can can you come in here and do that, please? Uh-uh. But, oh, we were talking about something before we recorded, and I wanted to know, would you prefer, mm-hmm. I know these are, this is an insect-related question. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you mentioned some spiders, and I, you know, spiders are creepy to me. They don't really scare mm-hmm. me. But you know mm-hmm. what I hate? Like, uh, what? I've never, you know, knock on wood for real. I've never, like, seen a big cockroach in oh, the wilt. Really? In real life or, like, in the house or anything. But I've seen, like, those little smaller, smaller well, looking crawly bugs. But mm-hmm. I would much rather see a bunch of spiders than see some cockroaches. Something about cockroaches ugh, makes my skin crawl. Cockroaches make me think your house is falling apart, um, or something's really. Or going you got on like your, uh, uh, old pizza underneath the bed, or something. It's like someplace you can't find it. Oh, that would give me ants. I mean, but I, f- ants I know too, but it's just like it. It sounds like something is amiss. I also I don't like, like, like ants. Maybe I'm thinking about termites. I feel like I'm thinking about yeah, termites. They eat the wood, and they your house will fall apart. Okay. Um, would I rather see a cockroach or would I rather see some spiders? Right. I'd probably rather see the spiders because I feel like the spiders are easier to kill. Cockroaches yeah. be moving a little bit. And then I feel like spiders, Maybe. they kind of live one alone. And like, you could see one spider and you probably don't see another spider for months, right? But hmm. a cockroach, for some reason, I feel like if there's one, there's probably another one. And it's just like, ugh. Hmm. It's grossing me out. Is a cockroach the same thing as a roach? Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm saying they gotta they're be. the same. Oh. I feel like roaches are small. I feel like are they the same? A cockroach and a roach? I feel like a cockroach might just be bigger, but a roach in <laughs> common terms, I'm assuming, is, you know, something that I probably have seen before, but it's like, I, no. It's like, I, just, I remember one time when I was a little kid. Because, ugh, I don't want it. I remember when I was a little kid, I um, I was at like the grocery store, and you know, like we had some bug spray. I can't remember the name, not the kind, not like the kind that kills them, not not the kind you put on your body. Uh-huh. And I can't whatever you know, like the main brand. And it, and then I remember I read it out loud, and I was like, ooh, and it kills blah blah blah. And I said, and it kills cockroaches. And my mom was like, Krista, be quiet, because I guess like she didn't want people to know like that we need something to kill cockroaches. Because I was like, or maybe it was roaches, but it was something. Uh-huh. It was it was something like that. It was in. I remember. Because I, was like, I feel like it, I was like, that, this is exactly what we need. Kills roaches. Oh. And she was like, <laughs> right. You just be quiet. <laughs> but that's not low key how you feel because you know I don't like gnats. They're disgusting. And I don't they think I would feel like face. that if I had a cockroach. But it's also like I, I'm just saying like gnats. I don't like. And there have been some gnats, and I bought some spray, and. Mm-hmm. 
I feel a type of way. Like when you have bug spray in your cart, it's pretty much like telling people, oh, you got a bug issue right now, huh? You got bugs is in your it? house. I guess. Well, and yeah. It's just like, is I it, don't. Is it, but is it bad to have bugs in your house? It gives a dirty vibe. It's like, why you got bugs? You no, that's not true. Because okay, I'm I mean, just I will you. say, I will, <laughs> I will say, I did feel like that when when me and Therese lived together because we had gnats and Therese was like really acting like them gnats was crazy, and I feel like I my had whole never experienced gnats. Like when that I tell before. you, I feel like every spring summer. I get gnats. I don't know if it's because I keep my fruit out. I don't know, but I always get gnats. So that it's like, did I have got me like, am I dirty? I, I got yeah. them this year. And mm-hmm. other than this year, we when we lived together, I've never had them. And it was just like, they are small and they're just flying in your face. It is just the whole thing. It's like, ew. I mean, yeah, no, they are, they're disturbing, but I feel like I consistently get them. So when you were acting like it was crazy, I'm like, am I dirty? But, um, but no, I don't feel like it's crazy. I mean, it depends on where you live because I feel like where my parents live when we was younger, this used to be like the woods. Right. So like it would, I would expect there to be some spiders down there. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I don't know. I think it depends. I don't think it's necessarily means that like you are dirty. Maybe if you get, I don't know. I don't, I guess I wouldn't see now you didn't put something in my head. I would have never thought that I would have never looked at somebody and be like, Oh, you dirty. I don't, it's like, it's like, obviously you're not people. Most people have needed to buy bug spray before. Right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it just, that's how it makes me feel when I'm purchasing it. Like the person is looking at me like, "Mm, bugs, huh? (laughs) It's like okay, I don't. Want I this feel like I can see that about a mouse trap. Now purchasing a mouse trap, that sounds like I don't know where you live at. <laughs> Me too, y'all. Don't, we had oh a mouse. God. I think we, I think we talked about that on here. But we had a mouse in our apartment, and when I tell you, Therese acted like it was just so funny because Therese was she, she saw it twice, and I never saw. It's it. like, did I see it twice? <laughs> I think you saw it run into the wall once and then another time. Or maybe you saw it once. I, I, I feel like I only it. saw it once because I remember it was like... You saw it once and then they killed it and it was in your room. Oh, yes. On the... Yeah. Okay, so the I trap. saw it. It's like, I, I feel was like if you buy a mousetrap, I would think you were alone. And I was waiting to go meet you or something. We are going to go out to eat or something. I can't remember. <laughs> And it was like, I was just yeah, sitting on the couch, was. minding my business. Because it wasn't like, I didn't have that much time in the sense of, because I don't <laughs> usually be in the living room. That's just not my vibe, right? But I, I didn't have that much time to just be sitting out relaxing in my bed or anything. And then I see, I'm sitting in the living room, and I see something run. I think it ran from my room towards your room, underneath the door or something. I don't remember. I think you might have saw it twice then, because I thought you saw it run in your room, and then you saw it run into the hole. No, there was a I never saw it run into the wall. I never saw it run into the hole. Really? No, oh, but I remember that. going later after. No, I didn't. I never saw it run into the hole. I only saw it when I was in the living room, and it ran, and I jumped on top of the couch, and I was like, "Bruh, oh, never." <laughs> Um, and I was at the restaurant. Therese would not. And she, I was like, Therese, can you no. like, can you act like a human? And Therese is like, I don't know what you want me to do, Kristen. 
I can't act it's like, like somebody would have been a dead body in our apartment. Because I was like, Chris, I can't focus on no tacos right now. I am thinking about the fact that there is a mouse in our apartment. Because I was like, are we still going to go to the restaurant? We might as well. Like, we can't go back to the Because I said, it was like, I at first, I jumped on top of the couch. And then it was like, I had like an hour and a half. Because I was waiting for you to get off from work or something. And I was like, I sat in my car for like an hour. And I was like, well... I could have went somewhere, but I was too, you know, I was traumatized. So I'm just sitting in my car, just like, bro, I can't go back up there. But my dad was like, you can't let no mouse run you out of your apartment. Which is, I definitely agree with, but at the same say, time, it's please, easier said That mouse done. ran me, and it'll, it would run me again. I'm, I, I feel no <laughs> pain about that. Us, we literally slept in the day, like, with all the lights on, because Therese read or knew. <laughs> Wait, no, you did have, you, Therese, we need to get started, but you did see it twice because you had made, like, a concoction. You said what? Don't you remember? We saw, you saw it twice because you had also made a concoction. Like, Therese had, like, put together some spices that she read read online, and she put it down. I was dropping uh, garlic behind the couches and putting cayenne. And I was like, what did I say? He ran on top of my cayenne? I don't remember seeing him go into... I think you saw it twice. I don't... But it was like, I just knew that he got back into the the wall. But I don't remember seeing him run on your cayenne. (laughs) And that that just took me out. Because I was like, the fact that... Yeah, I remember he was laughing hard about it then, too. He disrespected my remedies, like, and he ran read straight online, over that cayenne work. And I was like, who told you that's going to work? And then she was like, and she put that Pinterest. cayenne pepper down. That, that mouse ran right on top of it. That was like, Pinterest told me that girl, was going to stop. But the last thing that I'm going to say is, I, I remember I saw, it was like the, the guy oh. came, and we called, and they were just so, he was so rude. uninterested in helping us. They were just like, girl, you better deal with that. And they came the next they were like, day. And literally, they put down he, no, his verbatim words was, I'm not about to come to, it was like 11. He was like, I'm not, so we, I feel like it was, tw- it was definitely twice. Because it was like late at night and we called him and he was like, I'm not about to come over there to have to chase a mouse. And I said, he is a terrible <laughs> maintenance person. <laughs> what kind of person is just answering the phone? That was so rude. <laughs> exactly. The mouse was loose. There's a rodent loose in this apartment right now. Literally. And I slept on the couch <laughs> that night because I wasn't going to my room at all. We slept on the couch and we slept with the lights on because it was another thing. I was like, you know, if it's too dark, you might be scurrying. I don't want any of that. Yeah. And he put the track down here. over the hole that was in my in my wall. It was like, and mm-hmm. when I say hole, it. it was like super small hole. Mm-hmm. and he put a trap over it, and then I think the mouse got caught on the trap and because I remember we were talking about mm-hmm. it and we were like you I was like you go look at it see if it's on me <laughs> and you were like I don't want to look at it I did take a picture of it yeah. I took a picture of it with my head turned so I do have it yeah it was like you because I know you didn't want to go all the way in there and look at it so you like put your arm around and you took a picture or something Mm-hmm. And then we saw that the mouse was on there. And he came back. Back. I don't think it was the, the next day. I can't remember how quickly he came back, but it wasn't quick enough. And he got that mouse out. <laughs> and then I still wasn't comfortable for a while. He plugged up that hole or whatever. But I still was like, you know what? No. That was just, that was re- the most ridiculous situation. Because then the one guy, 
I think it might have been that same guy. He was like, just mm. so you know, there might still be a couple a more a couple more in here. So he was like, so I'm gonna leave a few extra mouse traps. And yeah. he was like, if you hear one scurrying, just put a bunch of mouse traps yeah. right around it. Like he's like, a lot of them tend to stay underneath the stove. And he was like, so put a bunch of mouse traps around the stove. And if you want to really catch it, put a little dab of peanut butter down. And I was like, it is not my job to catch this. Mouse. And we surely did that though. <laughs> it was like we had traps in the we kitchen. We put no peanut butter down. One of them we did put peanut much. butter on it. Oh, we did at first on the mouth, yeah. But he made he literally said it like collect them and put them in a group to trap it. And I was like, right. I'm not going after a mouse. Like, like we no. did kind of because we set them in corners and stuff. But he was making it sound like. And every you know, time that I had to even look at one of those traps, I was scared that there would be a mouse on it. There never was. But no. you know what's and I told you this, and it was like for like. There was a time period where I felt like I could hear some stuff in the walls, and I felt like I was losing my mind. I was just like, I'm, I don't know what's happening, but it's fine. I don't hear anything. I mean, <laughs> it was like I still kind of legitimately I still feel like, felt that, like I could hear stuff. Well, I think yeah. I mean, it's a little like a little bit of PTSD. I feel like I I think that like that now because I literally moved down the street, and sometimes I'll just walk in and be like, "Is there a mouse in my apartment?" And it's like I've never seen a mouse, but I just get nervous that there is one. Yeah. I got to If there was but, a mouse here, when I tell you I'd be at my parents' house, I I would leave and I would not I don't know. Back. That cayenne pepper took me out, y'all. Because, guys, when I tell you, I was online. sprinkling it everywhere. I was just like, she looked behind the couch one day and she's like, what is this? And I had some garlic cloves and some uh, cayenne pepper back there. I was like, in case there's, I don't want no mouse. Right, we got to get this mouse. <laughs> that mouse. That mouse ran right on that cayenne pepper like. Didn't care nothing like, about my traps. <laughs> So then anytime Teresa would be like, well, I ran on, like, it could have been anything. You could have been like, oh, I found this. Right. <laughs> I don't know. She used that as an example for anything like... that I found on, like, oh, the same place <laughs> you found that that mouse trap. <laughs> well, it ran right on top of me. I don't know why that took me out. But we need to get started. So, yeah. guys, if you are new to the podcast, we always do the same lineup. It goes entertainment, the article, and then lastly, Gaspiration. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So yes. we will get started. So we with get started. Some very somber news that I'm sure everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. recently, which was what, Sunday? Not Sunday. I keep getting my Saturday. days mixed up. It was uh, Sat- Saturday. Friday. Friday, Friday. Because yeah. I was off from work on Saturday. Friday. <laughs> Uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away, and it was very, very shocking. I was shocking. shocked. I, it was like even as I read it to you, I was shocked. Yeah, it was like I saw it come up on my Instagram, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I feel like, and I really struggle with sad news nowadays. Like, I just cannot handle it. Like, even pe- too many people, I was like, I can't watch stories today. Everybody gonna be posting about Chad Week. I mean, I did too. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't want to watch other people post it. It's too much. Yeah. And then, like, people were posting, because he, he had cancer, and no one knew, and they kept posting that same video where he went to go see those kids. And I was like, I can't. This is too much. Yeah. I, I saw him, right like, now. he was, like, talking about some kids who were waiting, or not waiting, but, you know, mm-hmm. they were, I don't know, it's like, I got chills just thinking about it, but they are pretty much trying to wait for Black Panther to uh, come out, and then it's like, they had terminal cancer, mm-hmm. and it was just like, they were fighting just to watch, the, you know, get to watch the movie, and he was talking about that, and I was just like, jeez, this is mm-hmm. so sad. 
I know people because he had colon cancer, right? Yes. I feel people were saying you don't even men don't start to get their colon checked until they were in their forties, right? I, before after That's the forties, because I, like, I looked it up. Should it's I like age after? It was like I thought it said sixty or fifty something, and I was just like, How? I thought, I think it. I think they made it used to be older, and I think they just made it younger not that long ago. But like, it needs does it need to be younger? But it's like because when he found out he had stage three, I know. And it just stuff so like, like that always makes me be like, what? What are the symptoms? And it's like, what? What? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't know. Colorectal cancer. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's just the causes are old, the top cause for that cancer is old age. And it's like, bro, what is what is mm. happening? Old age, obesity, smoking, lack of physical activity, and alcohol use. And it's like, bro. He don't seem like none of them. Exactly. I'm like, so you, I'm just, I don't know his life, obviously. But at the same time, it's just like, mm-hmm. you feeling like you're not hitting on none of those. I would just be in awe. It says, yeah, mm-hmm. screening ages from 50 to 75. <laughs> so he's had this for four years, and he was 39 when he got it. It's like, what's happening? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm wondering if they should start checking younger. I mean, but yeah. I also was watching the news and people were talking about how like African Americans tend to have it more. I hate the word African Americans. I don't even know why I said that. That's what the news said. And, um, I, I, you know, and, I was watching something about black people and obesity and they go, mm-hmm. blacks are more likely to have it 80% or whatever. And I was just like, <laughs> you can't just say black people because blacks sound so aggressive. I think I'm a little decent. When I was younger, I didn't mind when pe- I didn't like when people when certain people would say black. But honestly, I prefer black. Like no, I like I, I'm fine with black. And you say, you black, say black people, people but maybe. blacks. <laughs> I don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't feel like black people be saying you know us blacks be doing this. It's like no, what? That's weird. True, true. Yeah, blacks does sound. I mean, that sounds. And it was just like on a video like, about you know obesity, and it was like some girl who was in the seventh grade and she was 387 pounds. Mm. She seventh grade. She, uh, she was 12 or whatever. I was just like, bro. Mm-hmm. And the dad was crying, explaining um, that the kids be calling her a linebacker and all types of stuff like that. Mm. And all it made me think mm. about is how mean people were when we were in grade school. I don't know if you remember, but when there was a girl in our grade school, and people used to act she like the bigger. ground was quaking when she would walk. And I'm like, y'all used to do people so dirty. They That's did. But she wasn't nice. No, she so wasn't. So it's like, she was really mean, actually. Like, but it's like, I, I low key, how, do you, how do we know she just wasn't like, mean as a defense for all those people who've been talking about her? It's like, I don't know how long they That could have been why. Her. That truly could have been why. I mean, I just remember she made fun of me one day. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. You're just like, you know... I understand. I was like, you know, I was feeling you. bad when people talking about you. Forget you, because yeah, she was mean. Like I don't, and it's not. It doesn't make it okay, right? But I, de- you probably right. Like a hundred percent, it probably was like a defense mechanism. Right. But I just remember like when we had to do like safety patrol, and they put her in my group, and I was like, ugh, because she was so mean. Yeah, but people were really mean to her, so I'm sure that was why. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, obesity <sighs> is real, but um. But the the show was talking about how sh- sh- it was the news. The news talking about how stress is a big in- like thing for Black people, and I was like, I feel like Black people be stressed. 
Like it makes you susceptible even, like, to we, a lot of diseases. It's like stress wears your it body does. down. Yeah, that's what they were saying. And, and know, I feel like even like a black person who is like peaceful for the most part, there is just a level of stress being black. Like I, I just feel like that yeah. needs to be taken into account. You know, just being black, there's stress. There. Right. Like that. Oh, that I, I saw something on not... Instagram where this girl said she took a class about stress and she thought it was gonna be like, mm-hmm. Oh, how to um, you know, de-stress de-stress and it was just pretty much how poverty and being a minority takes years off of your life for because sure. of stress and it's like of course it does <laughs> it's like why not stress I everything mean, else is, is i feel doing it why i not? need some research on black people just like black like because i feel like when you tell me that the average person is blah 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 I need black people taking into a black stress taking into account when y'all do that because uh-huh. I don't want to know like like our cult like you know like when you take into account black people who have their their level of stress range them out do some who got a high level of stress some got medium but take on the fact that black people tend to have more stress it's like I just feel like right. even the people most, the most people person, stress and tell person, me if that person like... what age they gonna get colon cancer or what age they need to be checked out for because yeah. that's the age that Chad should have been getting checked at not mm-hmm. the age that society got these white people going to the doctor at because that ain't the same we ain't we right. ain't built the same Did you say granted Brock? some people like life just happens. Sometimes I genuinely think it's just your time to go. And, I mean, maybe he, he did so much. I could, I could see that. And then it was like, I you know, the to, stress of... I, I don't like to be calling he, time clocks on people's lives. Right. And so. the stress of what he was doing, even while he was still sick, kind of... I don't know. Shocking. Right, because he, he was talking about wonder, how he had my to man knew. gain weight and lose weight and gain weight again for roles that he was on. I know. And it's like, that is a lot Honestly, of stress to put on your body, especially when it's already that's what I was thinking. working way too hard. I was thinking that too, like, was his career hurting right. him more? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know I saw someone, they were like, he was on the way to becoming like a Denzel. And I was like, oh, without a doubt. If Low key, he he ain't. I uh-huh. might put him up there. Like, oh Denzel, okay, yeah. Uh-uh. I didn't. I couldn't hear. I who, feel like I he was about to be this generation Denzel easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought he was. Chadwick was so fine. I just that was my baby daddy. Um, rest in peace. Yeah, I think he had kids too. No, no, he didn't. But he didn't. He had a wife? Because, yeah, he did. Because I was talking to my mom about it, and they were like, and I was like, yeah, you know, he had wife and kids. My mom was like, where are you getting that he had kids? <laughs> and I was like, well, they said that he was around his family, and she, I just took that to mean kids, and she was like, yeah, yeah no kids. And then I, you know, obviously. Had they it. said with his wife and family. Right. That's literally what, so I assumed, I took that as wife and kids. Me too. Oh. And so I looked it up, and it said he didn't. It just said wife. And so I was like, I guess Rest family can mean his parents, because he's young. It could be his parents, his siblings, yeah, anybody. And you know, that's going, oh, mm-hmm. gosh. It's just mm-hmm. like people just going so early. And yeah, but he, he did so much. He did. He did so much. I, f- I honestly feel like he'll be remembered. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I kind of, you know, it's kind of like, you about to be like, no, I don't do that. But it's kind of like when Aaliyah passed away, I feel like, you know, Aaliyah was like, we're going to remember you, girl. You ain't going nowhere. And I kind of feel like that's how Chadwick is mm. going to be. I hope he's remembered a little bit more than that, but okay. I feel like Aaliyah is remembered really largely. Really? I guess by just people who aren't me, because I don't know anything about Aaliyah. 
I feel like, and it's so funny because every time I be on Instagram and I'm on my explore page, you know, I get a lot of Aaliyah stuff sometimes. And like, and I'll just be like, man, she is so pretty. And then I'll be like, oh, that's Aaliyah. Because <laughs> people randomly post pictures of people. And I'll be like, oh, she's really pretty. Oh, girl. That's my girl. Yeah, I just feel like they're not the same, but I feel like he gonna have that type of like legacy, like a Tupac, a Biggie, you know, where it's like, right. okay, we remember you though. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just sad that we have to, that he has to not, you know, I don't know, that we have to remember him right now and he just can't be, you know, making, with li- this, yeah, no. making Black Panther 2 and living his best life. I just, I loved him because he was the one who made me want to do African ancestry. He just seems like a really good person. Right. He did, he seemed that. like he was Because I feel gen- like that is important to be a good, good person. He, yeah. So... It's sad. That really matters. But you know, when you... Like, it's, it's, it's... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was like, it's rare, like, where you see, like, a talent where it's like, they, they were like, they just seem like a good human, but they also were such a talent. Like, usually you get one or the other. Right. Like, you a great person, but like, <laughs> we're gonna have to hire her. But Or you get someone where it's like, we gonna hire her, but she ain't nice. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um... But when you mentioned stress, it made me think about, um, you know, there's been some shootings race recently, you know, obviously, of course, not obviously, mm-hmm. but it happens so much, but there's been some shootings mm-hmm. recently and I was scrolling through Instagram earlier today and it was like, all I saw was a police car and somebody doing a video and I was like, I'm not in the mood. It's like, I said this in my mind and I was like, I am not in the mood to watch anybody get shot right now. Because mm. it'd be on my Instagram so much. And I That's understand like that we need to know about everything. But there needs to be something. Because I can't watch this stuff every mm-hmm. day. I like I physically can't. And it doesn't matter. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. I feel like it's obviously great when somebody doesn't die. You know, like yeah. um, the recent Honestly, shooting. You know I where that like guy was shot. I'm thinking of. You said well, what? Tell me his name again. Um, uh, something Blake. Jacob. Uh, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm so. I feel like I don't hear about any stories where they're alive. Me neither. I really and like. So that I'm so he, glad I mean, that he's alive. But to me, it's like I still have to watch. The police. I, I'm glad he's alive because I feel like and it's like I don't need that. I mean, yes. And I mean, obviously, he didn't need like that either. Him, it makes you feel like. I don't know. It makes me feel bad for not wanting. I don't know. Not wanting to see it isn't the right word. Because I feel like people should know that it happened. But it's like I physically can't handle watching this all the time. No. And it's like, but it should be out there because people need to know that it's happening. But it's like, at least give me some warning. There should be a little. It should be censored. It wasn't censored? No. No. It's like, I want, I know that they had the censoring thing on Instagram where it's like, this is whatever, yeah. click here, and in the bio, you can, I mean, in the caption, the shooting of such and such, because, you know, they'd be shooting so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, just mm. something. I don't know why I thought, okay, I, I I haven't seen it, maybe I wasn't on social media, Um, but I'm happy I feel bad for him because I hate that he has to like relive that and it's on so much it's so much footage. Like that's traumatizing in itself. 
But I'm I really pray that he's okay. And I hope that he can it's it's one thing when it's Isn't like he paralyzed speaking from the out, but it's nothing to, I did read that he was paralyzed. Or and what? The first couple days? They had him handcuffed to the bed? For what? I didn't understand that. Was that like for legal reasons? I mean, he was, was still that... technically under arrest. In their minds, right? Oh. So that's what they do. If you're under arrest and you're hurt, so you can't leave. But you know, we did shoot you in oh, the Oh, I didn't know guys. that. Whatever. But, and what did he, what were they arresting him for? I don't know. I can't remember what it Stuff was. I mean, I have heard that he has a that he doesn't have a great record, which that stuff be turning me up. I hate when that happens, but right. and they make sure that's the it first just gives thing people ammunition. Yeah. You know, I understand he wasn't doing anything right then in that moment, but guys, you know, right. fifteen years ago, he stole a couple dollars. Nah, from some, the I mean, station. I'm not about to lie. Some, some of them, some of them records be be like, okay, no, nah, this this don't sound good. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I haven't do. really looked much into Jacobs, but um. But no, I mean, I f- it's still sad. It it is it does. At the end of the day, like it doesn't matter. His record was not known in that moment when you shot him, so he shouldn't have been shot. Uh-huh. But I I just I hate that people have that record to kind of be like, well, he you know they, he they are criminal. ready to use it against you. Yeah, be like well, they you are. know, I, I, and he, I hate he shouldn't that. have been a felon. Well, you didn't know he was a felon in the moment, though. That's right. the thing. But I do hate. I did hate when I saw that he had like some sexual assault charges because you know I'm like, oof, okay, um, now wait a well, minute. Well, you know, I didn't know that. It's just like so. you know. Oh, what you think it was? A little weed charge? A little weed charge? No, we forget no, all I about that. No, I don't. No, I don't. I didn't but, know. Oh yeah, there was another one where when I read about his record, I was like, I mean, you, no one deserves to die like at the hands of the police. That's not the job the police's duty and i'm not about to put death on nobody either but it was like when you were reading it it made you kind of want to second guess like advocating so hard did it it made you want to second guess advocating specifically for this human and like more so focus on the issue you know what i mean right because there was one where i was i i don't i don't want to say their name but i know i was just like you know now this sounds crazy like this background story doesn't sound like, you know, doesn't sound like a great person. Uh-huh. But, yeah. But, still doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I did see, I did see he had sexual assault charges. I don't know, I don't know, like, if they're old, if they were, like, super, you know, I don't know, if they're valid, I have no idea. Mm. Um, yeah. What? No, I, I was thinking about, I was... I was thinking about the other the other shooting we we're going to talk about. Of that, I, don't know if I know that one. What else? Happened? Um, the white the white boy, who's not a police officer, you know, who's walking down the street during the protest with a gun. Um, oh my gosh! No, I ain't heard about this. When this happened, he shot and killed two people. <gasps> you see, this is why I need to watch the news. Mm. I'm pulling his name up. I can't. It's in my phone, but I can't remember. He was a white boy, and he shot and killed two people at a protest. Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle sounds like a white boy's name too. Um, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, it it is. He's accused of killing two protesters. Accused. So he literally killed them. Where was this at? The name of the town is. Something I can't pronounce. So, you know. What state is it? I don't. Krista. I can't remember. Milwaukee. Sure. 
Okay. That's, oh, that's, okay. That's isn't that the state Jacob was in? I think that's what the protest was about. But he's walking down the well, street like so. the militia or whoever. I always want to say the um it'll come to me. <laughs> I can't remember what I, what it is I wanted. Mm-hmm. I called him something the other day while I was at work. Um the uh Nazi police. Um He's walking down the street like he is, you know, in charge of something with an assault rifle. And, you know, people are, you know, people are acting like he, he did something good. You know, he's, he's gotten, they, people have raised so much money for him because, you know, he's protecting the communities from these, these protesters and all Who, of this. See, that's crap. This is not trash. the same, but I was, do you, do you remember when, sorry, no, I'm not cut you off, but do you remember when we were talking, this was like a while ago, we were talking about that white, that white boy at, who was at like a March for Life, um, that did what? It was a March for Life protest and it was like the Native American man was like in his face and he was like, you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. The little boy and they looked like there was a, looked like some some, tra- some like really ratchet little white boys and like he sued those private people. school. But Dude, you remember that? He sued those um hmm? he sued that that white boy. He he sued mm-hmm. either one of the people who he was in the argument with or a news site for um defamation mm. of character and he won quite a bit of money see and that little boy was on because my parents had like the rnc on uh-huh. so and i was like you know trump is going to be bragging about these ratings if you, if you don't need to turn this off my mom's like well i want to see what they're gonna say because this i want to see this craziness they about to talk so i was like whatever <laughs> so then you know they had it on and he was on there he was like i mean it was this rnc was just a pity party and that's all they was doing they was just throwing out jabs to make people be like oh Oh yeah, You're they right. had one lady that uh, Trump. Trump let and out of um, uh, jail. Uh, I think mm. worked with Kim Kardashian, and they got her uh, out of jail. And she was just like, well, you know, he's gotten you out of jail. Okay. So I guess in theory, you you know, you're all no. about him, right? I mean, if I'm doing life I in guess. jail, I feel like I kind of, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like I might have to support. You would be out there like that? No, I personally wouldn't. I mean, if that was well. If it was <laughs> required for me being let out of prison, yeah, I would. I'm not gonna stay in jail. I'm sorry. <laughs> he only go. He can only <laughs> be president be... for eight years. I could be in jail for the rest of my life. I'll just have to eat that. <laughs> my speech would be. I don't know. I don't, okay. I, don't, I think while you I'm in, in there, I don't know. Huh? I said okay. You can be in jail, but I'm not going. To. <laughs> and if Trump says, know, "Well, you they... know what? You got to show up to the." Uh, RNC, whatever the it RNC, is. RNC, you'll be like, cool, tell me what color to wear and what time. No, I'm not going to be happy about <laughs> it, but I'm going to be like, what? Why do you think you'd be happy about I it? I love that Trump said that he met with um, Jacob Blake's family's pastor, and the family goes, we don't have a pastor, so I don't know who you met with. <laughs> 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 like Trump just be making stuff up. Oh, Trump is ratchet for that because he like you know black people gonna call their people pastor, right? And it's like, like get out no, of we here. don't have a pastor, yeah, so sure I don't know pastor. what you're talking about. They got they call their people pastors and they, and they all love they pastor, so I'll, it's like get out of here. But no, the little boy, the little boy was on at the RNC and he was talking about he's and and it's like if I was a Republican for a minute, I might have believed him. He was really sh- giving me a sap story. It was so believable. 
And it was so good. He was like, that person was me. And he put it at the end. He like, he came to speak, put on his little cap, make America great again. And he's like, you can't be mad at me. It was for, for having my views and for wanting to believe in the, uh, it was, I mean, Therese, he was low key selling people. I feel like if I was, if I was a white lady who did, who ain't had social media and didn't know about that, I would have read that thought about her. I would have heard his perspective and been like, "Mm, they really did him dirty. He he was convincing. And then another lady was up there convincing too. She was talking about um abortion rights. I was like, you know what, well, let me turn you this was off watching mess around. Too long. You were giving them those ratings. Right. I was like mess around and or I'm gonna mess around and vote Republican. Nah, cause y'all got cause but it was all sap stories. It was like sap stories and like guilt. There was no like fact. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was a mess. They know how to get the community that now. they want. Right. It's a shame. And I feel like Democrats love a little uplift. We're going to get better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like that's the whole, that's the, our whole vibe, right? We're trying to set right. this up uh, to make everything better. Mm. Now, I feel like Make America Great sounds like that that could be a Democratic slogan. Not again. Make America Great before Trump. If somebody okay. would have came out with yeah, that, yeah. I would not so have If you take surprised. the again off, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Make Not America Obama, great sound you know, like a fact. His change Go ahead and do that. But what was his? Was it just change or was it for the change? Or? I don't know. I thought it was change. I don't know. I know. I know. I saw a lot of stuff with Obama saying change, but I wasn't sure if it was. I don't remember. It was a while ago. You know. Why don't you remember? It was, it was a nice little minute ago. But I'm just kidding. We're gonna move. We're, we're gonna change move past all of this. Um, change. Oh, change. We can't believe in. And yes, yes, we can. Obama, I miss you. Um, yes, we can. So, did you watch? I didn't. So, we can practice it with that. Did the you VMAs. watch the verses last night <gasps> with Brandy and to. Miley? And everybody is saying, "Brandy, come on, come on, Ada, come on." You said, what? "I'm a Monica girl. Love Monica." Do you? When I heard they were doing Just one, I was one like, I probably days. know a solid three songs where Thank all together. I don't believe that. You listen to that, you start jamming, you be like, well, I know this one too. Oh, yes, I do. Um, that a girl goes through. When a I mean, I know that song. I know. A bop. The boy is mine. You know. I know um, yeah, I know. Boy is mine. And Brandy has one song that I know. I believe. Therese, stop. You think I'm, you think I'm kidding. It's like I literally like, don't know their song. You seem like a girl who would have loved Brandy. Like I could, I even if I didn't know you, uh-huh. I would have thought that you would have loved Brandy. Just like your energy, like you give me like you had a Brandy, Brandy doll. You give me that you had a Brandy doll. So it's just like because she, she was cute, cute little sweet girl. Yeah, I told you I thought Moesha was a ghetto show, so I wasn't around it. No, but she. <laughs> Sister, sister, just, you know, it's on, always, it's on Netflix. I have brought this Started up so today, many times. And Therese was like, sister, sister gets so ghetto towards the end. And I was like, does it? You were like, it's clearly more ghetto. And I was it like, is. really? <laughs> it's like 100%. I watched that show and I'm like, huh, <laughs> this is, this is urban. I feel like the early episodes, it's super, it's I don't want to say it's whitewashed because I feel like the mom, Lisa, she give it a little sass, but it's 
it's real it's real crossover and then i feel like i do feel like it got a little more like more where black people were like i mess with this mm. but i don't know if i thought that it got like ghetto you know what i mean i feel like it didn't get ghetto it just always was are you talking about moesha or sister sister Oh, I was talking about Moesha, but Sister Sister definitely got ghetto. Towards the end, I was like, what are y'all trying to do? I feel like the early episodes of Sister Sister were very, very crossover. And then, yeah. like, very crossover. Like, and even, like, the the friends, all their friends were, were like, not all, but a lot of their friends were, like, white yeah. or, or different races. And they I had was that like, one huh, girl from Clueless. She what school is this in Detroit? Are but, they? They're from, well, I think they were from Chicago. They're in Detroit. They're really? In Detroit. You know, because in the first episode, just watched it earlier. While I was, She's I like, was I got a job right? in St. Louis. I know. And mm-hmm. I was like, well. She's like, St. Louis is a great city. I was like, you right it is. And she, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you can show your friends the arch. And I was done. like, you're trying to make it sound horrible. <laughs> show your friends the arch. I mean, I guess. Um, we get, I don't, I don't know. I, but okay, so back to Brent. So you only knew Moesha. I didn't think Moesha. If you watch Moesha, you, I think you, I think Kim I was the only you. ghetto person on the show. <sighs> can you hear me? I can hear you right now, but everything you said before that, no. Okay, I said, but back to Moesha. If you, I think Kim was the only character on the show that was really like, okay, she a little ghetto. And Nisi, Nisi was a little ghetto too. Mm. A little bit. Because I feel like, now, because I'll give you the Parkers. I think the Parkers was ghetto, but it's something about it just got me together. It just. And see, the Parkers, I, you know, they were. So good. Okay. So, so I feel like. Like, mess around and give me a reunion. <laughs> the vibe was different to me because I don't know if I consider the Parkers to be ghetto. I feel like the way that they acted, obviously, okay. the way that Kim was and Nikki, but it was just like, and maybe ghetto is not the right word for Moesha. It was just like very black every aspect of the show was black which is not a bad thing it's just not something that i was used to right and so it was just like that's mm-hmm. what i thought it's like the whole show was just like we black and nikki i mean and the parkers was like oh they kind of ghetto but that's pretty much it and sister sister was like hmm. we're black but you know and that's all <laughs> it's like i don't even have to add anything else. Say- it's like we're black but you know we we hang around white people. I always say I related the most to Smart Guy. Smart Guy got me right. It was it was me. That I mean, was, I thought Smart, Smart guy, guy was a nice metal. That it was because Smart Guy was they were they was a little more urban than Sister Sister, but it wasn't quite Moesha. But I didn't feel like I don't know. I feel like the Parkers was ghetto. Something about the way they talk and communicate. It was just ghetto. Like because to me, ghetto is not like to me, ghetto's not like. It's the way you act. It's not necessarily like who you are, because you can be smart and hood. I mean, you're smart and ghetto, right? Like, cause you know, like Nikki was still a good mom. Like she just was told she was just ghetto, and I don't know. But I loved it all. I don't know. The Parker just really just got my got my together. But I feel I'm like I might listen to the verses. I'm around to listen to it tomorrow. Huh? What'd you say? I said I'm ready for Parker's to be on Netflix. Oh yeah, it is supposed to be on Netflix. I'm I'm excited about it. The Parkers is the best. Oh Mo and Moisha's on there. Yeah, Mo Moisha's on there. I think there. if you listen and um the game. 
The game was so good. Girlfriends, I think, is next uh, next week, next Friday. Girlfriends was excellent. I did. I remember when you were like <gasps> when you started watching it. Like I don't know, like you know, watching it all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this show is so relatable. It's yeah. really good. I love it. I watched um this YouTube. Uh, I don't want to call it a show, but they have like these topical thing episodes they do which is un- unpopular opinions and one girl gets on mm-hmm. there and her unpopular opinions is that she believes that white sitcoms are better than black sitcoms <gasps> oh my god like she said that with everything in her chest too she was like i just think was uh, she black yes this is why it's an unpopular opinion she I was like feel right in my spirit uh, she was like i just think that friends is better than living single it's just like i well, think that that's different no 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 we're she she said she was just pro- trying to make the point that these shows are better because she said what she said King of the Hill or not King of the Hill what's the you that one show the song goes my eyes are getting weary my back is getting tight my eyes are getting yeah weary. What, what show is that back is getting tight isn't that King of Hill huh sitting here in traffic. I'm the queen. I thought that was King of the Hill. I don't watch it all. Or King, King, King of Queens. King of Queens. She know. was like, I just think King of Queens is better okay. than Martin. And it was just like every show that she named. Okay. Was just like, okay, what are you trying to do? Just right. everybody in the comments was like, don't just say that you like Friends. That's all you had to say. Right. Friends is my favorite show. But, but she said, she said white sitcoms are better than friends. black sitcoms. And I was like, don't do that. I'm, and I thought maybe she was going to go down an extra woke like view of like well you know because no. they have more money and we we're systematically oppressed and we you know because i could feel that that's valid but um so our, our our visuals ain't gonna be as good our stuff ain't gonna our writers ain't you know i feel that but this is okay i don't know if people compare these a lot but i feel like um did you ever watch sex in the city uh i've probably seen a couple episodes okay i feel like sex in the city and girlfriends are in the ballpark of each other have people said that before Eh, no, but I thing? guess I can see the resemblance. I see it. I definitely do. I mean, I don't think they're identical. I think I think um, Sex and the City, they're both comedies, but uh-huh. I feel like Girlfriends is a little more silly, uh-huh. but whereas I feel like, uh, what's it called? Kind of gives me like a dramedy, uh, Sex and the City. I just feel like... But I feel, I don't know, they... They remind me of each other, and I, I and I, but I feel like now between those two, I would pick girlfriends. Cause I, but cause I, I, I try to be objective. Some stuff is like I'm, I'm extra blinded. But like, yeah, like girlfriends, Sex and City, I'm gonna pick girlfriends. Um, friends, living single, Loki, I don't need, but I don't need neither. But like, they're both Whoa. cool. Like I've never I, been like a stand of living single. I like, but I've never single. been a stand. I of friends. really, you know what I've. Not realized because it's I've good. always known this. It's a good show. I mean, I love, I I love Max from Living Single. I was watching She's a show funny. the other day, and I was like, my favorite character has always been the sassy one. Yeah, the the sassy or the more aggressive character, right? <laughs> it's like in everything. Like always, always mm-hmm. go. It's like as a kid, every character I liked was the the aggressive one, right? 
And that's mm-hmm. and I Max was my favorite. It was like every time I saw Max, and it was like the way that I mean Max was get, hilarious. Get Kyle together we used to just get me together. I was like I love it. And friends, oh, I, I have if really I had to pick, I probably would pick the college try. Like when I tell you, I put it. It was on Netflix. I was like, let me watch this. Put on a couple episodes, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say it like I've seen people say on the internet. It's just not funny to me. But it it's like legitimately. You know, they, they play in the laugh track, and I'm like, I don't understand where the jokes are. It's like, I don't know if black people have a different humor or things are funnier on black shows, but it's like Sex in the City, for instance, it's like Girlfriends to me was funnier because Sex in the City was not. Well, it just seems like when they, even when they were was, joking, it wasn't Sex in the City was funny. No. Sex and City was a different type of humor. And see, I to me, like that humor, I guess, is not funny like, enough. It's like, I need black people humor, good humor. To me, not because I can okay because I can watch Living Single and be like, this is a good show, uh-huh. but I'm never going to look for Living Single, and I feel the same way about Friends. If Friends is on, I'm like, you know what, low key Rachel and Monica, they a little funny, but it's not something I'm gonna look for. I would like, I don't know, I, I feel, and I feel like those humor, the humor in Friends versus Living Single is way more similar than Girlfriends and Sex and the City. But because I almost feel like the the humor is low key, I just feel like I mean, friends versus living single—they're based off of each other, or one is one is based off of the other. You know, they're so they're so they're so similar, and And I I feel like the humor is similar. Low key, they got similar storylines in some of. I mean, they took the show from Living Single. I'm yeah, they do. I know. I'm just, but it's like like, to me, it's like Living Single is funnier. It's just like the vibe is funnier that. to me. I think it's, but it's like white people I, love friends. Mm-hmm. Other people love friends too, but white people be talking about friends. Like my it's sister just loves God's friends. gifts. That's why I said other people because you said that before. <laughs> um, they act like it's God's gift to uh, you know the sitcom, and I just do not understand it. It's like yeah, I mean that's how like, I feel about Roseanne. That's I, an yeah. excellent show. And Roseanne is a good show. I was talking <laughs> to somebody at work about Roseanne. I was like, oh. It's like making Roseanne references, and I was like, "Oh, do you have you watched Roseanne before?" While I'm while I'm saying this, I think Roseanne is super good. I'm trying to think of like what's the like yeah I've always liked the Roseanne. most cliche show that I like that people are like everyone likes that show. I don't know if I have any. I don't know. I feel like I like popular shows, but probably power. Ah, speak of the last topic because you know we talked a lot in the beginning. Um, power. Right is a show that most people like, and it's coming back next week. And by oh, next week, I mean like. this Sunday. Power is back. Oh They've been playing so many previews. Like, And by playing, I mean oh my on my Instagram. I haven't seen a, pr- a single On my pre- Instagram. What? I haven't been doing um, anything. It's just Instagram. And I follow them on Instagram. Oh, okay. All the clips. Okay. Oh. All of the, you know, we keep replaying um, Tariq shooting Ghost and them dealing with that. And I'm just like, it's like I'm excited. But, you know, it's not the same level of excitement. Because, you know, one of my favorite things about power. Do you know what one of my favorite things about power was? Before I answer this question for myself. Tommy. Who? What did you say? Tommy. Tommy. Yes, you're correct. It's Tommy. And he won't be here. So it's kind of like, eh. Tariq Wait, and, so um, which one is it? An old girl. This is the Tariq one. Oh, I'm lucky excited for this one. Okay. It's like. You know, they got Sax. He's on there. 
still. So that's to look forward to. We know we got Mary J. Mm-hmm. Blige on here playing, I think, Ghost Sister. And mm-hmm. Ghost Sister? I guess what? he got a sister now. Who knows? Right. It's like, I'm excited right. to kind of see how we pick it up. And I do like Tariq, right? Even though he was out of pocket a lot in the whole series. A whole lot. You killed your daddy. I mean, yeah. But that's, to me, that's probably killed not even the worst part day. of what he did. Some of the, you know, so pretending people, like, that to be was kidnapped. Okay, and I was like, this is crazy. Pretending to be kidnapped to me was a little bit worse. Because I felt like the death was coming. Because he was going to turn him into the police. And it's like, you've now created a monster in Tariq. So. I don't agree with that. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't kill your dad. But it just didn't shock me. Killed your whole dad. That's what I'm saying. It did. It did not shock me as much as something about that was too much for me. I mean, you're murdering your father, but it's also like your dad shouldn't be turning you into the police for something he said he was gonna take the rap for. That makes no sense. Your dad's doing you a little dirty, and I can't say that ghost doesn't deserve. I feel like his reasoning. He was like, the jury's gonna feel for him, and I was like, he 100 percent right. So what? Let's kill it. So what? We're supposed to make this go away. (laughs) Not oh, the jury's gonna feel for you. So what if they don't? I am still a black man. That jury could lock me up and throw away the you're key. You're a black boy. You're a black two, boy. Krista, like, two people still, who are not us, black boys are grown men. I agree with that. And that makes me but so angry. But at the angry. same time, Ghost could have painted, I know, it's messed up, but Ghost could have painted this specific black boy. Because, you know, once I feel like one, if, if black people can, it's possible to become that Oreo, to become that, uh, what's it called, Uncle Tom, and I feel like they could have really painted him as that. Yeah. They really could have. He went to all them extra white schools. He grew up in an extra white neighborhood. They could have made him seem like he's never in his life been like this. And he was traumatized by his sister being shot in her school. He could have made it work. And I believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I got you over there convinced. Like, Ooh, no, maybe she that's... got a point. I don't, I don't know. That's not it. Without being rude, I was like halfway heard everything that you said. Wow. Because I, it's like, I already in my mind knew that it wasn't, it wasn't correct. They would have done Tariq uh-uh. just so you know. Uh-uh. When is the Proud family coming back? I'm looking at. The Proud family. What? Okay, that's all I have. You and me will always be. T- I feel like there was some other stuff. I'm sure there was, but I'm trying to keep it under an hour, Krista. You said it's been an hour. Yes, it's been an hour. Has it? It has. We talked for a solid twenty on the opener. I know. I was thinking about that too. Like, right? So we took it out of my t- my section. Wait, I just want to know what you think, and then I'll let it go. Did you see that? Um, <laughs> I'm really gonna listen to the verses. So, but did you see that uh, Marcus Houston got married yeah, to uh, uh-huh. someone like 20 years? We talked about this before. Like 20 years. On the podcast. We talked about when they were dating. Oh, uh, But th- I thought they had gotten engaged. But yeah, I saw that. They, they might have been engaged, yeah. So do you still some type of way? Yeah. Them being okay. married doesn't mean anything to me. She's still young. What do you mean? I mean, she's still the same age. He's in love. It doesn't. He was in love. Like, like I said <laughs> earlier, I was watching Sister <laughs> Sister second episode. Um, they have a slum party, and this little fourteen-year-old girl has some boy sneak in the house talking about some. We're in love. And it's like, girl, I guess. Now, see, now that's too much. 
And the parents, I don't know at why. the end, like, they're like making out by the front door. And the parents, everybody's just watching them going, oh. And I was like, these are still and they were, oh, I remember. Right. And they're making out. Right. I surely was like, there oh, are no. parents right here and everything. That is not cute. <laughs> Cut that down. Right. I was, um, <laughs> I was, um, dang, what was I about to say? Um, oh, I was watching Grownish. And I was like, I was texting my friend about this, and I was like, you know, it hits a point when it's like, I can't really be that invested in none of these little relationships, because I know they're going to break up anyway. Right. And that's just so not fair. But I feel, I listen to another podcast, and they always say that. They're like, y'all going to break up anyway. And it's like, I don't want to have that mindset, because some people really do date, marry their high school sweetheart, and they really do be, like, with the person they went to right. in college. Like, But yeah. for me, if you 18 and you tell me about your little boyfriend and you're struggling between going to college and going to the same college, I'll be like, girl, you ain't about to be dating him when you're 19 anyway. Exactly. But that is really not true. It's really not well, true, though, necessarily. It's not, it's not universally true, but the majority of it is true. <laughs> That's why I was, I was telling my cousin that. It was, like, a couple months before he was getting ready, before he was picking his college, he was dating this girl. And I was just like, are y'all Mm-hmm. Are y'all trying to go to the same place? And he was like, oh, no, we're not. And I was like, oh, okay. Good. As long as nobody's I'm trying weak. to make it. he was like, no, we are. I would have been we're like. love. And it's bad because I would have just been thinking about him. And I'd be like, well, why don't y'all both go to where you want to go to school? If she want to make that decision that's on her. I wouldn't be able to. But go where you want to go. I, ugh, I wouldn't be able to say that. I, but I also feel like I'm going to be, this low-key could be a hot topic, but I feel like I'm going to be that mom where if my kid starts dating someone when they're like 14 and, and by senior year they're still dating them, I'll be like, don't you want, you want, you want to take, date, some, take, date somebody else? <laughs> You're trying to be a bad influence. Like, I will be that. that could be, they could be marrying their high school I feel sweetheart. Like, but you want to be Corey and Topanga. I feel like I would be that You want to have them take a little break. That's just... I will. Because that's just not my experience. My experience is truly not like dating someone for years on years on years. So I don't even know what that's like. You know, right. so like to me, I feel like I feel like dating around <laughs> is is good. So exactly. I would be like, I feel like I would tell like my kid when they're like 17 thinking about breaking up. I'd be like, baby, you should just go ahead and break up because you're going to date around anyway. But that is not fair. Yeah. Some people really do stay with the person I mean, that they be with. you need to think about like, the validity of their four-year-long relationship. I just can't think of the validity because all I see is y'all kids. Right. I hear y'all kids and you ain't dating nobody else. How you even know if you should what you want if you only been with him? But see, that's not a fair mindset and I got to get out of that. Right. Because it's like, that's some people don't need to test the water. Like, they be like, no, I I, I don't need to. Why? Why? Yeah. Like, I'm good with him. However, I do hear a lot of times I feel like when you do meet couples like that where they've been together since forever, like, one of them do did have like a little phase where they were like I kind of want to date around like just to see I mean yeah but, I feel like that's anybody's curiosity it's like I've only talked to you so what these other people talk about I feel about? like some people are cool like that though and it's it's just so hard for me to understand that because I know that I would if I would have been a girl who dated someone from 15 to 25 I would have been like I need to be single so I can see if there's someone else that single I like single and ready to who might. Not even mingle, but it would just be like, I'd be like, and then I also could see me being the type to be like, getting out there and being single and like, trying to be like, this is horrible. I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> Johnny, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Right. I, I was dumb. I was like, thank you. But, yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, you're the best thing that ever happened, but I don't know. People made me think that I should date around and see what's out here. Right. I, I should have listened to you. Better than you out here, but obviously <laughs> I wasn't correct. No, that's not. It's like it's not even better, but different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, all right, but we can move on since Therese took all day on hot topics. I mean, on entertainment. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're anything like me and reading has become a huge part of your life, or maybe you've just always been reading, you need to check out Audible. They have so many audiobooks available for you right now, guys. And while you're on there, you might as well use our code. It's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 2020SNL. Go ahead, y'all. Get your life and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Hot topics. Y'all, Therese is over here cutting up. Chris's phone is cutting up. So That's we didn't what's have... cutting up. <laughs> we didn't have to get back to this a few times, but I hope you can get this You better not one. talk so, off topic for okay. too long. <laughs> so, my question is, yes. is like since COVID has been a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's been a thing. Like I was listening to my pastor and he was talking about how in March, like we thought by June, this was going to be a wrap. We, like, t- we were over. talking about that too. Bruh. Isn't that funny? Back in March, you were just like, hmm, two weeks. <laughs> 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 no, that just sounds ridiculous. We'd be happy if this is over that by does. 2021. It sounds so crazy. So now my question is, like, when do you think COVID will, like, for real be a thing of the past? Like, and I'm talking, let me explain thing of the past. Like, we, like, I'm saying, hey, I got tickets to Rihanna. Hopefully she's coming out with do an album mean- soon. I got tickets to Rihanna. Where you want to you go? And you're like, sure. Your only concern is how much are they? Or when it's like people are going to football games again. What I consider to be over is when I don't need to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. And I don't see that happening for quite a while. I feel like with not requiring masks will come before what I just said. Going to a concert? Can you hear me? I heard you say before what I just said, huh? and then I said... Before going to a concert? I feel like wearing a mask, like where people are like, don't wear your mask anymore. I would think that we would be cleared by for that for a couple of months before people start going to concerts. I don't know. I feel like people will go to a concert with a mask on. Okay, but let's okay. When we we can go to a mask with the, without a mask, going to oh. a concert with a mask on sounds which is so crazy. <laughs> I was about to say because that's exactly. like people are two thousand and twenty three, maybe shoot. Go to a go to where, a function like, where people are close to you. A bunch of people are close to you without a mask. I feel like we would without a mask. It was like Corona. I mean, COVID would need to be completely. I don't want to say done. completely eliminated, but it's like low key. It's like we haven't had a case in the past four months. And people have been living their lives without masks already. Like, the government Mm -hmm. or whoever has said, you know, if you would like to start removing your masks, guys, it would be okay. And then we did that for a month. No, the CDC says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we believe that we are at a point where taking your mask. Right. Yeah, CDC said it's now safe to remove your mask if you so wish. And so we remove it. And when do you think that'll be? Oh. 
What what year is it? Um, two thousand. I. It's the sad part is like I have no idea. Like I don't see an end in sight, and I feel like they won't do that until we have a solid working vaccine, which has been like this is the third. You know, we've been giving out this vaccine for a while, and we've seen that it's come back and it's mm-hmm. good. So. 2022, mm-hmm. like legitimately. January 2022, I feel like people might not wear masks. Or at least the CDC will say. January 2022? Two, yes. All of next year, I feel like you're going to wear a mask. So put that concert up. It ain't going to happen. I agree with you. I agree with that. Yeah, like I say, all of 2021, we're going to have a mask on. But, and then I might say by summer 2022. There will be people at a concert without a mask. And it won't be on the news about how COVID has right. rampaged that. Now stadium. every party Granted, be like, there might oh, be a few people who leave. People in LA right. are having parties. This is COVID. I I agree. I agree. Yeah, it'll be it'll be too it'll be a solid year. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm supposed to go on a bachelorette trip next year. Mm. Well, I mean, and you know what the difference is? Not the difference, but you know what Mm -hmm. I find funny? Is that a lot of people have been getting engaged on my stuff, right? I feel like we're at that age, yeah. Right, and so people are, or they got engaged during the pandemic. And so now they're getting ready to get married. And I've seen two bachelorette parties. People are at places that they don't live in. With their friends without mm-hmm. masks on. So now, see now that fe- that feels foolish right now. I don't know why. Yeah. Like that feels real foolish right now. I think it'd be it's one thing to have like a wedding, maybe, maybe like a wedding where everybody got masks. Right, on. you can have a we wedding where everybody the... wears masks. Yeah, like we're Low-key, skipping. I'll, the, hand, I'll um... hand them out because I want them all to be the same color for my pictures. Of course, you can't just have blue ones on. Right. That's why some people were like, I don't like the mask and the pictures, but I'm like, I kind of feel like this is like, this is an error right now. Right. It's like, like you could low key make them make that. When look you're showing good. this to your kids, I mean, in 20 I won't years. have one on because I'm the bride. Exactly. Mine is white. But y'all can have. As opposed to all these other ones. You see that? Mine has um, lace on it. I'm probably going to take one without it. Because <laughs> I still want some pictures with my face in it. I, I mean, yeah, not all of my pictures. But it's like. No, I mean, I, I'd wear a mask in some of my pictures. But it's like, you know, at the reception or whatever. But when we up there, it's just me and him. It's yeah. like, well, we need masks on. We, we've been together. Y'all are six feet away from us. Yeah. True, that's true. Y'all wear I mean, I don't know. It's. I have seen a lot of... And I saw one wedding where I was like, I don't see any mask. And that kind of gave me anxiety. I'm like, I just right. don't... Because if nothing like, else, how it's are like, y'all when y'all good? leave there and you go someplace else, now you've just given me germs of 50 other people. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. You don't care and about it's, yourself. It's kind of scary you know, to me. think... If you, if, you, if you test positive and then you have to be like, hey... Tell the person whose wedding it was, hey, I just got COVID. I don't know if I got it at your place Jeez. or not. Now you got to contact everybody. Right. Like, bruh. It that's would just too be much. simpler for everybody to have a mask on. Masks are $2. Get you a mask. Something about. I, 
I don't know. I feel like it's a stressful time in general. But yeah, I do feel like we're kind of at that age. Like a lot of people are graduating. People are moving. It's like we're kind of at an age where I feel like this pandemic could be like pushing you. Where it's like, you know what? Like we got engaged. I got went back to school. But I could also see it where it's like this pandemic. Is I ain't hell. done nothing. Like, bro. I, yeah, it's been, I didn't gain weight. Right, I didn't gain weight. And that's that's actually my next question. Leads into the next topic. So, Therese, if you're not aware, online dating is booming right now. Did you know that? I would assume it makes sense. Ain't nobody going nowhere. <laughs> I feel like online dating is the only place to meet somebody right now. Like, because, right. like, I can't even imagine, like, being out somewhere and a guy, like, comes up to me. I would be like, you are so close right. to me, sir. It's I like, need I need you to be up. six feet, but you can talk to me from there. Right. It's like you're super like, I, and it's not even like a like, oh, she distant. It's like a like, I don't no, want to disrespect like, her and be in her, and her like space. You to not breathe on my face. So my question is for people who were like, you know, before the pandemic, they was like, shoot, I'm ready to mingle, and I would, I would, and not not mingle. Shoot, I'm ready to, I'm ready for something serious. What should they be doing, Therese? Should they be on match? Should they be on It's Just Lunch? I really want somebody to do It's Just Lunch. It's like, why don't you do It's Just Lunch and tell me about it? I told you. I I I want someone to give me the money. I don't get the appeal. You said that. Yeah, I did say that. I forgot you said that. Match is the one that you pay for. I feel like Match is But you know, I didn't pay for it. So, maybe I need to pay for it. (laughs) But it's just like, based on what I got in the free trial, it sure don't seem like it's worth no paying for. Especially when there's Hinge and all believe. the other ones. I'm going to pay. I feel, like, I feel like Match should have better prospects. You, you'd think, but it doesn't. <laughs> you would think the same thing about Christian topic. Mingle, but you know, they ain't talking about nothing over there either. Christian Mingle, have you been on that? Uh, Yes. Christian Mingle, I don't know, something about Christian Mingle makes me anxious. It's like, I just don't trust these men on I feel like most of them, they like do put some, something God-related in their bio, but it's like, eh, I don't really trust you. You're just writing that because this is Christian I, Mingle, I, feel, I mean, you can kind of tell pretty quickly based on the conversation, like, where they are, but spiritually, but I feel like Christian Mingle just gives me anxiety because it just makes me think of, like, men who are like, well, I need me a good woman. A good woman would be on Christian Mingle. And I just, I don't know. It just makes me anxious. I don't know if I would ever use Christian Mingle. But I did download this one app, right? Uh It was a Christian. It was a Christian app. And it was from, the girl from Married at First Sight, Iris, you know, that's my girl. She had did an ad for it. Uh-huh. And then when I say I kept seeing that ad so many times, I was like, you know, let me see what this ad is about. Like, I downloaded it. I'm getting all excited. It's, it's talking about some. Huh? I said I'd be like, if I kept seeing it, I'd be like, obviously they want me to download this app. And when and I've gotten so many dating apps since I downloaded that one. Because I think I clicked it in Instagram and you know, y'all know I work in advertising so I get a little excited when that algorithm start working. Because I feel like they saw I clicked it and they like, ooh, now let's target her more. See, I but I get that. so many dating it's apps. Like I ordered now. one thing and now y'all are all in my business <laughs> and just won't let me live. <laughs> I look at one meal program and now called- I get Every single person yeah. who sells meals online, yeah, I get an ad for. No, it, it really do be like because I, I got Blue Apron and I actually really like Blue Apron, but I um, it's just too expensive. But no, and, it's and minor I get, not I those. get freshly, minor, um, I get 
like individual oh, like, like healthy fitness, meals? like factor or you oh. know, get your keto meal prep. That's oh, I, I never get those. I def, but I get the, um, but I get the, I get the freshly and the Hello Fresh. I get all, I get that stuff so much. I'd be like, bruh, we get it. Everybody has a box now, right? Like, we get it a million of I you. Just, would like I told, you to buy this I told stuff. my mom, this is, this is completely off topic. But I was talking to my mom. I was like, bruh, they need to make one of these boxes where y'all chop the food up. And my mom was like, don't nobody want people chopping their food. And I was like, no, I would pay for that one. <laughs> If you bring it where it's like all you gotta do is saute this, all you gotta do is like mush it together and put it in the oven, oh, I would pay for that. As but something about y'all giving me a whole mushroom. So they giving me whole mushrooms or or tomatoes. It's like, bro, I, I could have went to the store and got this. No, no, I don't know. Something none, about none it of what you bothers said. me. None of it. What'd you say? I said none of what you just said. Heard none of it. Oh my gosh. I said, when they send me like a whole mushroom and they tell me how to dice it, it's like, bro, y'all could have diced it for me. <laughs> or, you know, like. But it's like certain stuff, I get that, right? But a mushroom is like, it's going to be weird. It's going to texture, you know, it's like it's going to get watery and stuff if you cut it up. I mean, but if fair. you could cut the celery, but it's the like, onion, like I made uh, chicken noodle soup today. From, yeah. From, from scratch, right? Mm. <laughs> Instead of, because mm-hmm. I needed. I don't need all that sodium, and I wanted to use bone broth, but it's like I mm. hate having. It's like for some reason I can cut up an onion, but having to cut up carrots and celery, and I hate celery, mm. so it's like I don't like having to buy a lot of celery mm-hmm. because it just I always waste it. It's like I use two little pieces of celery, and then the rest of it yeah. goes bad. So I bought the like pre-cut celery. And then um, I bought like already right. sliced carrots. Mm-hmm. They could send those. Yeah, they could. And it's like they could literally some of this send stuff those. y'all can just send. Really, it's it's not gonna hurt nobody. But other stuff mm-hmm. like potatoes, don't cut those up because they'll turn brown. You know, you can tell me how to dice. Well, them. yeah, don't cut my avocado. But it's like they could they could chop some stuff up. I don't know. My mom thought that was really weird, and I was like, bruh, that would be the one I go with. If y'all slice my stuff up and it's just like mush it together. One of them, like one of them does that, or if they're like because they say that they cut down. Hmm? I said one meal program does that because they're like we. That's the one I would do. But people say that it's like oh they're so name. wasteful. They're like they send you fifty seven bags instead of just sending me a. Um, a red pepper because they're sending me a container where they've cut up the red pepper and it's like mm. different boxes for different and I people. Feel that. It's like it's right. like I hear exactly. you, but you know, some it's like it really depends. <laughs> it's like sometimes I'm in the mood for to be in the kitchen chopping it all up, and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like I'm trying to no, eat some food. I ain't never in the mood for that. Oh no, sometimes I set my old, my little workstation mm-hmm. up. I put my computer down with my show on. I'm dicing up tom- and tomatoes. I'm dicing up potatoes and onions and blah 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 you know i'm over here shaking my head like herbs ready don't nut i don't need that in my spirit or in my life because (laughs) it just don't work for me it just don't that's like um i love being able to be like oh look what i made but like the process my back start hurting it's like forget this oh my back starts honestly (laughs) it's like my back starts hurting and that is the worst when i'm cooking and i'm just like okay Mm -hmm. bruh I've been standing up for way too long. That used to happen when I used to juice all the time. I'd be cutting up all them vegetables and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, I need to sit down because this is too much. Was that when we lived together? When we lived together, Therese, Therese used my juicer more than me. Yeah, I mean, I have a juicer too now, here. 
Yeah, I know you bought one. I I I was I using it, one. but it doesn't. Um, I need a better one. Wow. I really thought about buying a four hundred dollar juicer, and I'm I haven't a hundred percent talked to myself. Should go ahead and get you a Vitamix. That's not a juicer. I don't want all the pro. I was gonna say protein. I don't want all the fiber, but I did. Don't forget. I don't know what I want. Don't forget to. I should. You know, they sell a lot of Vitamix at uh, Sam's for like three hundred fifty dollars. I guess that's not terrible. They the price of them have probably gone down though, because like, what is that the cheapest one? Yeah, probably. I would assume. Okay, but back to so what I had started. I had started to say I had downloaded this little Christian app. I kept getting asked for it, Uh and I had it for like four days. And I was like, you know, I had wrote, it was like, tell us about your faith. And I'm over here like, you know what, at 23, that's when I really started getting sick. I'm over here, you know, breaking it down. Then I'm giving myself, then they had a little description. I'm like, yes, I'm about to find me somebody good on here. I go through them people. So many people were so rough. And like some of them were nice. And then there was like some, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, bio. And then we matched. And then he'd be like, hey, pretty. It's like, I thought you were like a godly man. <laughs> You said you matched or you met. That bothered me. Because I'm like, you know. Oh, shoot. Oh, snaps. What? Sorry, I dropped my phone. Um, But yeah, I don't know why that bothered me. Or if it's just like, hey, what's up? It's like, I don't know. Why would I expect you more like... (laughs) There was one guy on there who was like, hey, good morning. I hope this is okay if I uh, reach out right now. And I was like, there you go. And then that turned out to be nothing. But I was, you know, everybody else on there was like, like, I was like, what, what is the point of these apps? But, Therese, the point is, if someone wants to date, they want, they are single, they're ready to mingle, what apps do they need to be on? I don't know. All of them seem about the same to me. Useless. <laughs> I have no really? idea. I don't, I don't have a favorite app. I might say eHarmony. Have you used eHarmony to be giving that out? No, but people, but like, if you're like legitimately, like, I feel like you you're, but you're basing that off of their perceived um, <laughs> reputation. But it's like that; those apps could have the same brothers from from Tinder on them. <laughs> it's like, except for people who might be a little bit more serious. No, that's not even why. Which I, is important. Is it serious or oh. really? Thirsty? Not sure. I was gonna say other words, but I th- I couldn't find the right ones. But they're really in. I don't know. They really want to find somebody. Is that bad? It depends. It's like I'm taking it as is this not this charger not working? They really want to find somebody as it doesn't really matter. I'm just looking for somebody, bro. Oh. Then why wouldn't you get on, like, a free one? Maybe they want to find more people. They feel like the, the quality people might be on the paid one. They're, they're thinking the same stuff that doesn't make sense from you. I mean, I get the... I get what you're saying. It makes... It's like, logically, it makes sense. Somebody willing to put money into something. But it's also like... Right. I don't... It's not... Let's not act like it's a fortune. Like, it's, it's probably like $12. So... But that's a lot. That's a lot. I don't feel like twelve dollars is a lot for somebody who's thirty five trying to trying to talk to somebody. It's not. So, but it's a lot when there's so many other ways. But to it's like if you're do I don't I feel like if you're I'm my ages are going up. But if you're like thirty seven, 
I don't feel like Tinder is a place you should be. I don't, you know what? I was talking to my friend about this though. Cause she was talking about making her mom a Tinder profile. And I was like, do people who in their sixties be on Tinder? And she was like, I honestly think everybody uses Tinder. Uh, and I was like, you probably right. Well, I don't know then. I don't but... think Tinder, <laughs> don't think Tinder. Uh, my coworker, she's like in her sixties, maybe late, late fifties. I thought you were going to say 70s. She showed me her Bumble. Really? No, she showed me and her people Bumble. people be coming and up on she, her stuff? guys on it. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. I be, I mean, <laughs> it's not like for her, but it's just like, I don't know. I wouldn't think 60-year-olds was on there, but I guess they, I don't know. But she did say that sometimes, because like, she was so. showing, like she was taking me through like guys, and there it, there were guys on there who were like in their 30s, and she and they had put that their age is older, because they wanted, they wanted an older woman, and she was like, yes. Really? And she was saying how, like, um, yeah, I mean, I've seen that sometimes. Like, occasionally I'll be on there and I'll see someone and he'll, they'll be in the bio. They'll be like, I'm really 18, which is so young. I, oh, and I've seen that like, before, too. And it's like, don't do that. Because yeah. then I, I match with you and I see it and I'm like, okay, bro, I'm not about to talk to you. You a whole kid. Exactly. Okay. Okay, my suggestion. Okay, if you're going to do a free one. I'm saying Hinge. I like Hinge. That's the one I use. Hinge or Bumble. I like Bumble a lot, too. I haven't used Bumble in a really long time, but when I did use it, I was like, I appreciate I feel like that app was built with a little sense. Mm-mm. I told Therese, it, it makes it so you... I think it was... Therese, stop! What? I didn't say anything. <laughs> it sounded like you were like, mm. It, okay. I mean, I don't necessarily agree. It makes... I, I, I can feel free to make noises, but I want to. <laughs> I feel like Bumble makes it, Teresa, I told you this, I feel like it makes it so that when you, like, it cuts out, like, the, like you feeling like, well, maybe he's decent. Like, you don't just, you don't reach out to them. Because you have, the girl has to reach out to the guy. So, like, yeah, I don't really like that. guys don't have opportunity to get to it's you. Just so much. So, you're only reaching out to guys that you're, like, really I interested like for in. people to reach out you to You know me, what I mean? So, I don't have to do the work. See, I feel like that adds a level of stress because then you got to kind of like pick like, okay, well, mm, do I want to talk to him? Is he what I want? I don't know. It just, it, it adds a level of stress to my to my life that I don't know if I won't. Whereas I feel like Bumble is like, I'm only going to reach out to people where I'm like top tier. Like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I guess. But it's also like. And then, and then I'm going to say Hinge and then I'm going to say eHarmony because I feel like Hinge. It's like. Guys, so I want fun. you to just realize that she's giving you a recommendation not based off of any facts with the eHarmony, just so we're clear. Because you don't know eHarmony. How are you recommending something you've never done? <laughs> That's like me recommending I don't, foot surgery. I've never had that. I don't know eHarmony, but if you're saying match isn't it, I feel like the next level up is eHarmony. I always thought eHarmony was like... like if- you guys, should, we trying to date. If for I'm real. gonna recommend something I've never done, I feel like you might as well just I go wasn't find finished a matchmaker with... then. Because, oof, what if you're gonna do? invest money, you might as well invest some real money in, in an individual Please. who's actually going to do something. We talked about getting a matchmaker. Yeah, well, I don't have the finances for that. It's, it's just ain't been. So that how real. do you feel? Okay, guys. So I'm recommend. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm recommending Bumble, Hinge, or eHarmony. What you recommend? And then I got a question for you. You got a quote? A question. Oh. No, not a quote. Um, I guess I I don't recommend Bumble unless you just like to be in control of mm-hmm. everything. Um, I guess Hinge. Hinge seems okay. 
I like Hinge. Hinge is funny because you can post like little. You can be like, yeah, I do like the, the I pictures think it's cute. And, and then being able to put up like. You can be like, get you a girl who looks at you like this. I think that's funny. But it's like I'm not. I'm not about to put up no pictures like that. It's just like I'm not interested in that. Those, but I, I do like that it gives you just like a little bit about them without them needing to write something super long. Answer a little like question. A bio. And it gives you like an introduction. Right. It makes it easy to like. It kind of breaks the ice. Yeah. I feel like. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. You ain't got a paid option, bro. No, I haven't paid for anything. So I'm not giving no paid option. <laughs> and why don't you recommend Christian Mingle? Because it's the same thing as everything else. It's just got <laughs> Christian in the name. <laughs> They ain't doing nothing different. <laughs> okay, so my next question is, Loki, this this could be a question and on top of hot topics. So, how do you feel when somebody is like a man, right? Uh-huh. Not super cute. Let's give them, I hate to rank people, but let's give them like a, a four or five out of ten. Right. Not super cute. Maybe maybe I'll give them a seven on your scale because I feel like, I feel like you think, wait, no. On your scale of four is like, super not cute so let's give him a six on your scale and he um and he like goes to a matchmaker and he's like listen Susie, i need me a fine you know um body built body looking like milk red bone smart uh-huh been to college how do you feel about that what like is, meanwhile he he's providing? like a six like he might have some money like he has money not like balling, but he got a he got a good job, and yeah. like if that guy is going to a matchmaker, like I want to find I want to find woman. Like how you feel about that? Um, I mean, you can want a lot of stuff, but what you we're gonna deliver might be different. But what if they're like, don't bring me nobody it's that like, ain't sir, I'm not a, I'm a matchmaker. <laughs> I can't. I'm not a magician. These people have to want you too. But you got girls in here who are over a eight point five. Yeah, but you're Bring not over them. a two point five. So you're gonna get what we give you, or you're going to go home. Well, and it's funny because like my coworker, my old coworker was telling no, my old she's still my coworker. I just haven't seen her in a long time. She was telling me that a lot of men who were doing it's just lunch. Where if y'all are not familiar, it's basically like this like. It's like really expensive. I feel like it's a couple thousand, maybe a thousand. I don't know. Oh. And they like set you up where you like I definitely a thousand. It might be a thousand. It might. Be. But like these are basically matchmakers. It's but like it's they not, set you up and it's like finders. you both. It's like Bruh, she making matches. They she, are. They pretty. She can't make. I feel this like man if you're setting people, my husband. you can't. But at the same time, I feel like if someone's paying a thousand dollars, I would assume that they're in there for a husband or a wife. You know, or like a lifelong partner, you know, like Oprah and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Which people want, Therese. <laughs> you said what? I was just being silly because I know you you think their relationship is weird. So, um, but no, so I feel, okay. So basically she was saying that she did, she did It's Just Lunch and she, and she, she met her husband on there. So it does work. But mm-hmm. she was saying that they have a lot of issues because a lot of times the men come in there and they're like, I'm willing to pay. Like... I want like if I'm willing to pay like I'm, it's not like I'm meeting her at a bar or I'm meeting her at a club like I'm I could do that myself I'm willing to pay for you to bring me someone who is what I want but like this I want isn't this woman this wife.com these are still people who also need to be a part of their dating pool 
And just because mm-hmm. you have money doesn't mean that you can just, uh, you know, I, I want a brunette who's 5'7", who's has a built body, and she's also funny and does these other things. It's like, girl, you can want that, but we don't have that. So you feel like it's different if a really handsome guy comes in who's well, yeah. also nice I mean, and he's you like, have I like the a of the group here. As long as you're not a killer <laughs> and you're nice enough. But it's like, if you're just looking regular, which is no problem with looking regular, but it's like, why do you think that, what does that guy say? Don't be a nickel out here looking for a dime? It's like, bro, I know you got money. And that takes you from... I thought that was like... Oh, I didn't take that as looks. I took it as personality. Oh, I didn't. Don't be out here extra broken looking for I a I took man. that as, don't be a nickel out here looking for a dime. Okay? I took... I took that as your personality, like, sis, don't be out here extra broke down. You got six baby daddies, and you want a man who ain't never been with nobody. Well, like, yeah, I, I feel that like that's that. important, too. It's like, girl, how can you want all of that? I mean, you can want, you can want all of that. You can want whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be mm-hmm. a realization in there that it's not necessarily, I don't know, fair for whoever you're trying to talk to, that you you need all of this, this, that, and the other. And that's not the lifestyle that you come from. So why are you expecting other people to just be, like, <laughs> living that life? I think it's... Be- okay, so let me tell you what I... So, because I was listening... When she said that, it made me think about it. And then I was... I remember listening to, like, this matchmaker on another podcast, and she said that she gave up matchmaking because people were coming in there. You told me about Like, that. I want... Oh, yeah. And they were like, I want Denzel. I want Halle Berry who's funny and, you know, body ain't never gonna quit, like, can have all my babies. And people, and she said it was so hard to pair people. So she quit eventually. Right. Because that's too much. Which I thought was really interesting. And, but at the same time, a part of me empathizes, though. Because I do think it's shallow. I think, one, I think it tells more about your character if you go in there, like, I want a, a girl who looked like Beyonce. Like, really? Like, I feel like, she don't gotta look like Beyonce for you to be attracted to her. You know what I mean? Like, there's a still like like you should be able. It's, you need I, physical attraction is a real thing, so it's not like you shouldn't be with somebody that's not cute. But they ain't gotta be like a model. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Oh no! I said uh huh. What, what else did you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were like because I was like you know what I mean. I thought you're gonna be like right, but then you I just don't feel like they need to be a model. They can. You need to be with somebody that you're attracted to. That does matter, in my yes, opinion. Yes, it does matter. But it's like, can't, it's hard for but, me to understand how this guy who looks average wants this super bad girl, but it's like, she also needs to be attracted to well, you, yes? I, right. Right. I, I guess I was assuming that he's also attracted to a girl who's like a six. You know what I mean? But that he doesn't just, sound like what it is. It sounds like he wants a ten. And it's like because he has money like you're to not find one, to an eight? it's like no, find that's... him a ten. And it's like, no, you're not gonna get one. I guess I don't take that as that person might not still be attracted to somebody who's just not You but know what I'm like I feel I would still think that, that you could he's saying, Give me all of these things and that's not six Six well, things. That's see, and that's where I guess my, like, where I'm, I guess, okay, th- I'm seeing their point of view because I'm thinking that they're going in there like, listen, I'm paying for something. Because, like, okay, like, if someone's like, I'm paying, Krista. I'm, I mean, if someone's like, here, Chris, I got 2K for you. Go get you a matchmaker. I'm like, cool. I'm going in there saying I need somebody who on, who got a doctorate. He making six figures. 
I ain't got none of these things. I'm going in there saying, um, you know, I want to be fine like Winston Church, not Churchill, my gosh, right. like Winston like, <laughs> from Black Panther. I want him to be funny. I want him to love the Lord. I want him to love his family. I want him to want to have some babies. Like, I will go in there like but that too. But it's like, do you think that but, they are in a lab creating this person? It's like people who already work with them is what they're choosing from. They're not finding people on the street. There are other people right. who want I to be a part there in of their the lab. So I'm just saying, I will go in there like that. But if you bring me somebody who you're like, you know what? He makes 60K. Cool. That's a, that's don't, a big like difference. Winston. That's a whole salary but worth of cute. difference. <laughs> I feel like I'm thinking that I'm just thinking about it like if someone's like what do you want I actually no I wouldn't go in there I'm lying I would not go in there like that but I, I would be like that's what I my dream man is but I would be like but at the end of the day like I, as long as he has ambition exactly. like he wants to take care yeah, of himself I feel like that's and me fine. and then I'll be like I want him to be attractive obviously I want to be I want him to value education he don't have to, he don't even really have to go to college as long as he like values learning like that would be so you know what i'm saying it's like right, but that like yeah my perfect man would be what i just with this is what my ideal husband or wife is i see is that. what i want them to be right okay but there are obviously things that i can that i need and things that i can leave or changes that i can make on that yeah i want somebody who makes 60 you right. know who makes um, six, six figures, days. but I will take 80 or I'll take 70, right? Or something around, you right. know, or I can take, take even the potential to make six figures. Is he right? Right. That's what I, that's what I would say. Or, you know, any, anything like that. He might not have his doctorate, but he's thinking about possibly, you know, going, going mm-hmm. to get it. He's already got his master's, you mm-hmm. know, just, Get putting them in the ballpark. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. You right. You right. Because I feel. Okay. I guess in my head, I'm thinking about it like that was just his initial thought, but he wasn't in there like bring me Tyra. And see, that's what I'm you thinking. It's mean? like she brings him somebody, and he's. But like, I do think that's. Did I? Didn't I say brunettes? And how tall is she? Is she five <laughs> eleven? No. What's wrong with you? And it's like, okay, sir. I'm trying to find you somebody. Well, actually, I mean, that's what my work on a personality she... basis as well as fit into your, um, you know, mm-hmm. physical features that you want. And that's going to be difficult. I feel you. No, you're right. Because I feel like on the surface, on the surface, I can understand why somebody is like, I'm paying, so I want to have my dream person. Right. But then, this is also not a at the same time, custom woman maker and you also should know what you're working with like there's a reason why you're going to a matchmaker like i mean not to say that like you can't get somebody on your own but But it is a reason there is a reason why you would you need you feel like you need a little bit of help yeah which is fine right so i feel like if you feel like that then you do need to recognize okay where are my flaws like where am i not i don't want to say flaws because i also feel like timing is a thing but where you know like where 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 are my shortcomings like that might be an issue for someone and like what can I handle short I feel you I get you you right you right I guess I'm I'm thinking about it as a brother just walking in like you know that's what I want and she's like cool and then you bring her back a girl who who ain't who's kind of funny but she's really nice and she <laughs> and she's a she's a she's a 7.5 but she ain't a 10 and it's like I would think that he would still be cool with her but you're saying it like but I think that I do think what actually happened is like they weren't cool they were like no right 
I'm paying you, girl, which is like you're super shallow. Right. I paid for <laughs> my brunette who's five uh, two. Where is she at? And it's like, boy, if you don't take this five four dirty blood. <laughs> when I watch Indian Matchmaker, and then we can move on. Uh-huh. When I watch Indian Matchmaker. They kept saying we want a tall girl, and I'm like, "Is that I think. common in your culture?" Because I'm, did you know that? No, I didn't. But I oh, thought I, I, like, mm-hmm. I when like, I think of Indian women, I just assume that they seem taller than American women, in the sense that I don't think that they I don't think of them as tall, but I think of them all clocking in at five seven, at least. <laughs> Not clocking in. Well, I know one of the scenes the girl was like, oh, he's he's 5'11". Oh, he's pretty tall for an Indian man. And I was like, oh, are they known for being short? I don't know. It's but like they're shorter. I was and like the really surprised. They want tall women. I appreciate that. As a tall woman myself, I, get, I, I, I appreciate shocked. it. They were literally like, like the girl was like 5'2". And like she was like 5'2 and up. And she and like and 5'2 was like, she's pretty short. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I thought short girls were cute. <laughs> yeah, over here. They love short girls. It's like they love us, but not in like commercials and ads and stuff. Yeah, they. But yeah, I think like on a day to day. I was gonna say they want people to look normal sized. <laughs> I don't know. That's not what uh-uh. I mean. But I don't know. Short people on on ads, maybe they feel like they look too much like kids. I'm just trying to find something. Okay. I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> right, you just you just picking up shorts right now. <laughs> I don't know, Krista. Can't know everything. Some awesome. They want to not look like kids. Your height ain't got nothing to do with your face. But it's like, still, it's kind of. I don't know. You're short. Oh my gosh, bruh. Well, okay. Um, for the article, we're moving on because Therese takes all day. <laughs> Therese has um, never taken all day, especially today. <laughs> And we're moving on, and I wanted to, um, I wanted to just do, like, a quick, um, thing about Chadwick, and I thought it was really sweet, and I was looking for, like, articles, but I honestly, I felt like Trevor Noah's, um, Instagram post really broke down how I felt, and I just wanted to, like, read it for everybody, uh-huh. and then, Therese, you can add something. So, he said, yes, this was our king, not because we served him or because he ruled, but because of how he served us and everything he did. He played a hero on screen and lived like one in real life. From South Carolina to South Africa, he made so many of us proud who were proud of who we are. Sorry. Proud of who we are, and for that he will always be our king. And then it says Haba Kali oh, Chadwick. Oh, uh, you were gonna try to do okay. that. I think it says Haba Kali Chadwick. Do you just assume that Suzuki. it's pronounced the way that it's written, even though it's in a different language? <laughs> It's like, you know, no, I'm I'm not judging you. I'm just saying because I I read it on your because you posted it, and I was like, right. I really like that he put you know his native language at the end, and I was like, huh, I didn't even attempt to try to read it because I just assume you know in certain languages Humble. the letters I feel like how they don't mama. they don't make the same noises as they do here, so it's like that's true because I'm over here like how could that you know like, well, that sounds that right and he's and he say it and I think he has some. What if it has some clicks in it or something? You you don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> Humba. Humba okay. Kali. And you're Humba making Kali. it sound like a little bit of Spanish in there. Kali. Kali. Oh, am I? Right. No. 
<laughs> but yeah, because you know, since he did play the Black Panther, 90? a lot of people have been, you know, saying King and all of that other stuff. And I really, mm-hmm. I did really like uh, Trevor Noah's thing because it's like not just because I did too. He he played a king in a movie. He played a king, but he acted like one in right. real life. He really did though. It's like anytime I saw him at anything, I'm like, he just seems like he just has so much grace. He seems like a really great person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just like blessed me. I was just like, man, like, and then to like be enduring so much and to still be giving back, like, wow, yeah, you know. I could even I could have seen if he was like how he is, how he was how he was like you know dealing with cancer and he was like going to his movies and he's going home like he's just low key like a J Cole type right. of vibe, but he was like still out here like still trying to give back and just like such a kind human. Oh, yeah. Like I was like my goodness I don't know him but he just really seemed like a great person right. like I'm more focused on that than I am everything that he did though he was a really good actor. And he was so and you know, I re- I real not realized, but because I already knew this, but it's just like mm-hmm. the way that he um experienced this whole situation is not is not me at all. <laughs> because I was talking to my mom mean? about how you know nobody like Ryan Coogler, the director from Black Panther, was talking about how he didn't know. And, you know, we talked, you said that, mm. you know, you didn't want people to treat him differently or whatever. And I was like, I told mm-hmm. my mom, I was like, that's probably what I would tell people. Because I need you to give me a little bit of grace when I'm late for a <laughs> uh, roll call or whatever at 9 a.m. Because what I have stuff to you? do. And I'm sick. And I'm, I'm serious. That's exactly. And it's not like, because this is real life. It's like, if he would have told people and if, if he would have needed to use that, it would have been a real thing. But he's mm-hmm. like, no, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, whatever his reasoning was, you know, he just decided to keep it to himself and with his family. Yeah. But it's like, I know myself. And I was like, nah, I, I'd have to say something. You'd be on set screaming like, I need some time. I wouldn't Goodness. be screaming. I'm not disrespectful, but I'd probably write the director. I would think a that nice you would try note. to conceal it. Oh. And I'd be like, um, I'm going to need some time because I had a doctor's appointment this morning or whatever. Shoot. I didn't know Ryan didn't know. So I wonder if like, um, I didn't, uh, Michael Winston B. Jordan came out with something. He said, I thought he said he didn't know either. I, I feel like he told no I think one. Michael B. Yeah. I, I want to see what, when I was Googling says. articles, I, people kept, cause they seemed like they were close. I need to read what he did. Cause they said it was really sweet. And wait, what did you say? You were what? I said they seemed like they were close. Yeah, that's sad. It's hard. Maybe he knew. I don't know. Um, I need to no, look. Yeah, I, his, I was, when I was, was searching was for articles. It was because he wrote, he was just like, he would write a, a little paragraph and then he was like, if we just had more time or I wish we had more time. And then he would write something else and he was just like, I wish we had more time. And I was like, dang, this is sad. It's like that. That I mm. wish we had more time would really hit me. Cause that's how it usually is. I need to read it. It kept popping up. It kept popping up like when I like saying that he gave him like a good tribute or something. Mm. I didn't. I sometimes I I, I kind of hope he knew. Just if they if they really were that close, I hope he wasn't shocked. I don't know. Or maybe he at least got like a call before, like a special call. I don't know. Or yeah. no. I don't. This know. is just like. I don't, obviously, right, we don't know how close the friends they were, 
or if this was right. a working relationship or whatever. But mm-hmm. I would be shocked because if that was somebody that I was friends with, and even yeah. if, because obviously, you know, this is still your private health and your life and everything. And I can understand right. you wanting to keep things a secret to a point. Yeah, I can too. Right? It's like, mm. I understand that you want it to be secret, but I feel like once things are getting super serious in the sense of you don't see yourself recovering, I feel like you should kind of give people you a heads say up. Something. I mean, that makes me think about when people, people have pregnancies well, and they a, will straight pop up with a baby. I don't care about that. It's like, pop up with a baby, you're not, you're dying. If you, I don't know if I believe you. I, I don't know. Like I'm going to be mad, but with that's, baby. that's not the same type of hurt that I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. Because if you, if you knew that you were dying, mm-hmm. and it's like, I understand that you want your privacy, you but it's like, we are friends. <laughs> and it's like, bro. <laughs> I want to know because I don't want to just be shot. I mean, you know, I think it depends on the person. That first, that first. I feel like thing. I'm, it depends on the person because some people I know that you're just a naturally private person, and I know that you keeping that from me was not. And, and it doesn't mean that we weren't close. But then I think that there's other people where it's like, basically, unless I would have thought that it, that it, it meant our friendship didn't matter as much to you, I probably couldn't respect it. You know what I mean? You, wait, you said what? I heard you, but I didn't understand you. Like if you're like if some like I feel like there's some people where it's like we could be close, but I know how you move, and I know that you don't really like a lot of eyes on you in general. Uh-huh. So I feel like I wouldn't take that as a shot at our friendship. But so basically, unless I felt like it was like you don't trust our friendship, I probably wouldn't be mad. I'll be. I, I would have hated that. I would be shocked. I would hate that. Right, but um, yeah, I, I'm hating that I'm but shocked I think I could that get I can't past just it. be grieving over the fact it. that you are now gone. That it's also shocked that you never said anything, like a full shock. Because there's nothing worse than like because my grandpa died like shockingly, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's that's so much worse. Right, right. I feel like that just than, like, that being... puts so much extra on top of the the grief process, which mm-hmm. you know people die in shocking ways all the time. You get you know. I don't know. Like somebody getting in a car something, accident yeah. or something. That is going to be shocking because nobody's expecting that. Mm-hmm. But when it's like, mm-hmm. they knew this was coming and it was just like, no, you're not going to, I don't know. You don't want, you don't want to tell anybody. I get what you're saying. I, I can see, I can see how someone could be very hurt by it. But I also feel, I, I feel like, I, I yeah, don't know. I, it, may, it just makes me think about in, in high school. Like, I had a friend, and she was out here, and she never told me. She was out here what? And somebody was like, she, she was out here. Oh, okay. And I didn't know. We was close. Uh-huh. And then somebody was like, they she might have honestly been sparing you, like, because she, she knew that that would make you uncomfortable. Like, in high, in high school, I would have been like, what? What are you doing? You know. It's like, I get. And I was like, I see that. <laughs> like, what? Sparing me? I'm not involved, but whatever. I okay, basically what, about, what I'm okay, getting so from this conversation. What, about what I'm telling it? you from this conversation is something like that would really hurt me. Uh huh. Like legitimately, it would have me questioning our friendship after you were gone. And I'm not saying you, oh. I, but you know, if I was friends with somebody, and we're friends like me and you are friends. Oh, I would be questioning. I'm like, oh, so she just. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be laughing. I would probably. But for be me, that would be out of my character. See, I feel like it, it depends on their character. It depends. Like, are you a person who just keeps stuff to yourself? You know what I mean? Right. I I have friends where I feel like if they did that, I would I would have to learn. I would have to let it go. But I do feel like there's other friends where it's like, mm, okay, they they letting me know we weren't that close. Right. So and, let me grieve. And this see, and it's this. just like so hard because it's like in yeah. my mind, I would be like, I understand that you know, that you don't like to tell everything, but I feel like there gets to a point and I can get it even like, you know, they said it was happening for four years, right? I can get three of those years you not saying anything. I can't. You know what? No, 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 like for real, I can get that. But once it's, I feel like eventually it's like when you're, you know, when he put up that video and he was very slim and people were commenting and stuff. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't even remember I, that picture. I, I remember it. It was just like he was like, you know, it was just like a selfie video about Jackie Robinson Day or whatever, and he ended up taking it down off his page because people had so much to say. Right, and it's just like what I'm saying is eventually I feel like you should say something. Me personally. I wouldn't say something right off the bat. I wouldn't say something, you know, same day that I found out. But right. I tell you pretty What you gonna say that. if he, God forbid, passed away? Yeah. But we can move on. I don't I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean I mean, yeah. It's I feel I do get what you're saying though. It it would be hard. I, I would have to just I wouldn't want to think poorly about you you know what i mean uh-huh. or so i would have to let it i would have to move on and just take that as, i don't know though chadwick takes me as somebody who would do some stuff like that you know like who 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 would like just he's quieter he's low-key right so i don't know, know Therese. Yeah. that's all i got for I you i don't know all right i don't know either all right all right guys so god's inspiration um, so I was just like, kind of just like in a quiet moment earlier and I was just trying to figure out, you know, like what should I talk about? And I feel like, um, the idea, the, not the idea, the, the thought of, you know, the best thing is when God's plans start to come, when God's heart starts to, when your heart starts to look like God heart, God's heart. And from that, that basically means your plans become God's plans. Like they're 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 coexisting together. And um, I kind of was like figuring out how to go about how to talk to this. And then I really wanted to. And then I kind of just felt like God was speaking to me, and I felt like He was basically saying like, it starts with submission to God. I think a lot of times we will be in a situation where we're like, oh my God, especially now with COVID. Well, you know, we're we're at a place where we're like, and you could be in church, you could be like praying, but you might not be submitted. So you may be in a state where you're like, God, what's my next step? What's my next step? And God is like, I cannot give you your next step because in order for me to give you your next step, you have to be your your desires have to be my desires, and we have to you have to be submitted to me for me to help you in your plan. So, I was basically trying to figure out how to best convey this message, and I feel like, um, 
looking at my notes, sorry. I, in my notes, I wrote, your starting point is submission to God and wanting God to get all the glory. So sometimes we'll be in a state of mind where we're just like, God, what's my next step? What's my next step? And we're not focused on the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is saying, God, I want you to get the glory. If you say that in your heart, if you ultimately have gotten to a point in your life where you are, you, you're like, I only want what God has for me. I only want to do things if God wants me to be speaking there. I only want to touch certain lives or I only want to be in certain places if, you know, if that's what God wants. And I only want, and I want God to get the glory. I want God to be able to look at my life and to look at where I am in that exact moment and say, you know what, that was all God. Like God did all of that. And I'm only, and I'm doing what, basically God gets the glory. So like, you know, if somebody does like this dope presentation and it has your name on it, you're like, listen, all the glory go to Krista though, mm -hmm. you know, like, so in that situation, it's like anytime where you're in a moment in your life and someone is praising you or someone is talking about you or someone is trying to, you know, give you kudos, you're like, you know what, glory, all glory to God, you know, like this is God, like this is not me, I am in, submitted to his plan. And in my notes, I put, like I said, your starting point is submission to God and wanting God to get all the glory. That's where it matters because when you get to a point where you're just asking God to help you with your next step, sometimes he will answer you. Um, but if you want to always feel like God is in control of your steps or if you want to always feel like where you're at a point where you're like, I know God is leading me. I know I'm on God's plan for my life. That's different than saying, God, should I go to this college or should I go to that one? Or God, should I take this job or should I take that one? Because at that point, you've already kind of made some choices for yourself and then you're kind of bringing God into it. But what I'm saying is when you are submitted to God, when you are submitted, you're saying, God, you know what? Ultimately, have your way. I want you to do it for me. You apply to both jobs. If you get both, you pray over both, and then you feel God leading you towards one. Or you say, you know what, God, have your way. You apply to both. One job calls and says, hey, we just decided that we, we're going to move remove that job. We're sorry we're taking your application away. The other one says, this is it. God is like, clearly that's your avenue. Where you're more so in a mindset where it's like, I want what God has for me, not necessarily what I want for me. And I'm kind of like bringing God in when need be. Instead, it's like, no, I'm putting God first. Then I'm on the plan. Whereas before, you're like, I'm on my plan, and when I need God, I bring him in. So I kind of started to think of it, you know, an analogy, like, what does this kind of remind me of? And it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, in corporate, and I work in corporate, and, you know, as you get higher up in roles, it's not just about, like, prerequisites anymore. Like, what does your resume look like? So when I'm younger, the hardest part about getting an entry-level job is, is the fact that everybody got a similar resume as you. It's like we all went to a ooh great school, great this, had honor not honor roll, dean's list, whatever you know, did all of that, and they're just picking based off of very very small things. They're literally picking just based on like who's the, you know, whose resume hit my desk first. But as you go higher and higher up the corporate ladder. It's actually about who wants to be there. You can't just be picking in. You can't be bringing in CEOs who just who who got the resume for us to be a CEO. That might not be your CEO, or you might you know, or even like a manager level. Like you can't just be having people coming in who don't have who have the prereqs, but they don't have they don't have the personality for the environment that they're about to be entering. So it kind of made me think. 
from there, it begins to matter more and more because your management style, your personality, et cetera, matter just as much as what you've done. And it kind of made me think about it in God. So with God, the closer you draw to God, the more glory and fitting his plans and role will God will make known to your life. So you can be in this job and the higher up you get, it gets harder and harder to get into that role because it has to fit you so perfectly. God is the same way. The closer and closer you draw to God, that life and that plan and that direction that God has is only going to be your life. It is not going to be anybody else's life because it's like it's so blatant that this was carved out to be you. I look at my life and I look at how I tell people this all the time, y'all, but I live in Cleveland and I was so sad to move to Cleveland. I literally was crying. I had a friend and he was like, you need to pick yourself up. You need to go to Cleveland. And I was like, I just, I did not, I I was like, Cleveland, that was crazy to me. Like in nowhere in my plans, I could have been in a Dallas. I could have been in Atlanta. I could have even maybe did a Miami, maybe right. even like a Nashville, but Cleveland, that was not, that was, that was God. That was God. Like I can look back at that and God, there's no way in my mind that I would have chose that for my life. That just wouldn't have happened. However, when I look at what came from Cleveland, what came from being in that city, the fellowship, the closeness to God, the isolation that I needed to really grow in my faith so that I can finally come back and be in a position where I can actually speak about God in a way that I never would have been able to if I was not able to isolate and truly just spend time with God by myself. I know that that was God and that was truly God ordained. But my brain just does not operate in that way. When I got out of college, I was like, I'm trying to be in Atlanta. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be maybe in Texas, you know, a fun little city. And then you put me in Cleveland. I'm like, God, this ain't it. And I promise you, it just it just, it just, just kept rolling. And it just now that I look back at it, Cleveland made so much sense for my life. I, it was not that far from St. Louis. It was the perfect distance that I wanted to be. Y'all, I love black people. I love melanin. I love us all. It's a whole lot of us there. It's on a lake. I love being able to go to water stuff. It's just, I'm just looking at it, and I'm looking at, like, the way that the people act. And I'm like, bruh, these people act similar to what I'm used to. It's like, this is, God was like, you don't know that you need Cleveland, but I know that you need Cleveland, so I'm going to put you there. And the closer, the more and more that we draw into God, the more and more that our path will make more and more sense. So it's just like, it's kind of, I kind of want to bring it back to the working out because it's just like that. Like you can start in a role. You meet so many people who, when they started at an entry level job, they might've started in the marketing department and now they're in IT as a, you know, an associate manager. It's because ultimately they got over there because it, it was their path they needed to follow. Their path got slimmer and slimmer and slimmer, but it became more and more of what they wanted. And that's what I feel like God does for us when we really submit to him. So then I also wanted to acknowledge the fact that sometimes people do struggle with, you know, sorry, one second. Sometimes people struggle with the idea that why should I follow God's plan? But I kind of wanted to hit on that a little bit because sometimes we'll be like, why, you know, what? like at the end of the day, like, I don't, I don't know if God's plan is going to be better than what I do. And 
I wanted to touch on that. Guys, so yeah, I wanted to hit on that because I think that sometimes we get in a point where we're like, you know what, I don't know if I want to get that submitted to God to where I'm doing his plan for my life instead of my plan for my life. Because I'm telling y'all, like, I have been in that mindset where I'm like, I don't know if I really want to do that. However, I know the God I serve. And I think that ultimately is what it comes back to. It's like, okay. Is the God I serve someone that I feel like is absolutely looking out for my good? Is the God I serve someone that I want, you know, to be controlling my life? Or not controlling, because ultimately we have free will. But is God the one that I want to be overseeing my life, to be the one whose path I do feel comfortable? It's kind of like your parent. It's like, you can, some people have parents where they're like, I don't want to be nothing like them. And they try to do everything. They're like, oh, my mom told me to drink Kool-Aid. I'm drinking Crystal Light. My mom said eat jelly. I'm eating peanut butter. Like, they don't want to be nuts. And then you have some people where they're like, you know what? My mom is a great person. And they follow down the exact same road as them because they trust what that parent has taught them over the years. And they're at a point where they're like, you know what? I want to be like that. So for me, um, I've come to a point in my life where I've recognized that God, that when I see God move, when I see God when I see God taking over, I prefer that plan to my own. Because I've been at a point where I go against the word of God, where I go against, you know, what God, or I just, I live how I want, and I'm not really thinking about if this is conducive to God. And I get in a place where, one, I'm a lot more depressed, I'm a lot more down. I'm just, I don't have like a natural joy to me that I feel like I do tend to have. And I feel like I've come to terms with the fact that that is God. That that whole, that little spot in me where it's like, I can't do it, that's God. So, whew, I found this article um, from Relative Magazine, and it says, God's true will for our lives. Now, if we never find God's will for our future, then what is Paul talking about in Ephesians 5, 5.17 when he says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. What Paul is describing here is different definition of God's will than we normally think about. Many times we only think of God's will for our life in regards to our future. But there's so much more to it. No matter what your future plans are, God wants you to seek and glorify him right now. Simply put, God will will in God's will in your growth to be like Christ and glorify him in all things. We need to do away with the idea that he wants us to just go to him in order to find out our future. Instead, God wants us to go to him to be transformed in our heart and our mind. God's past, present, and future plans for your life have one constant, his glory. And if God has transformed our hearts, our decisions will be made with his glory in mind. As D. Young says, God is not a magic eight ball we shake up and peer into whenever we have a decision to make. He is a good God who gives us brains, shows us the way of obedience, and invites us to take risks for him. So make decisions with confidence. If God if God has given you us a new heart that desires what he desires, our decisions are going to line up with his plan. We work through these decisions with the wisdom he gives us through the spirit. We are often so intent on looking for some hidden plan God has laid out for us that we forget to consult the passions and desires he's given us. We will never find the perfect road God has laid out, but he will give us desires he wants to chase after. Find the passions and pursue them. Make decisions and stand firm in them. Have faith in God and trust in him. God is bigger than your major. God is bigger than your job. God is a whole lot bigger than the worry you have about your future. So the article kind of talks about it where if you do feel like you're at a point where your heart. Sorry, hold on. 
I'm trying to scroll back up to exactly say. If God has given us a new heart that desires what he desires, our decisions are going to line up with his plan. So if we are, if you're at a point where you're struggling and you just feel like God is not, his plan is still kind of scares me. I don't know if I want to lose control of my life in that type of way. I would say really get on your knees, pray to God, and really honestly search through your Bible app. Like search through like lost or search for um, needing God, you know, things like that to help you understand what the word does say about when you, why you should trust in the Lord. Because ultimately I have come to learn mostly from experience, but the word confirms it. That I, that God's plans are better for me than my own. I know the word says that as well, but I feel like my experience in my life has shown that more so for me. But I feel like a lot of times when I do kind of start to doubt it and I'm like, you know what, God, I'm going to go ahead and just take this out your hand because I don't trust you. I don't know what you're doing right now. I feel like I have to go back to the word and go back. I have to, one, go back to, to the word. What does the word say? And then the word will remind me of the times in my life where God has brought me back. Or where God has not got but where God has come through when I couldn't. And I feel like that might be where you need to start. Like start with your actions. Start where you feel like God has maybe potentially moved, but then also get on your knees and tell God, like, show me, God, teach me. But also look at your word, reflect on your word, and understand that your word is so true. I feel like I used to struggle with that a lot. Like, okay, like, is this actually real? But it's like, bro, I feel like when I started applying the Bible to my life, I, my life got better. So that is God's inspiration, guys. I just wanted um, everyone to understand that it's the best thing in the world when your plans become God's plans. And it really does not start when you're at a point where you're like, God, help me. God, help me. God, help me. If you're lost and you're like, God, help me. You want to get on the road and say, God, help me get, God, God, provide me where I need to be. Help me, you know, with these directions. And then God will get you there as opposed to you're trying to pivot in the middle where you're trying to already have make choices. And then you're saying, God, come on and help me. What should I do? But it's like, well, you already have kind of set it up to where this ain't really God's glory. This is your glory. Like when someone says, girl, you did it. And there's nothing wrong with saying, like, girl, you know, I put it in the work because ultimately faith without works is dead. But there's a difference between saying it was it was works and it was God. And there's a difference between saying it was me. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, girl, you did that. I see you. And they'll be like, you know, girl, I had to work so hard. But I did. I tried so hard and I got it done. And it's like, I feel that. But that only lasts so long. I feel like I personally believe that God's plans are better than, than our own. And I feel like the things that we, not I feel, I know the things that we see for ourselves are so small compared to what God's going to do. And like I said, I see that through what I'm saying about going to Cleveland because I just would have never in my life thought I needed Cleveland ever in my life. Like, and I'm only 28, so who knows what could happen after that where I'm like, wow, like I see where God, he pivoted there. He had me do this and I would have never in my life thought to do that. But I definitely feel like um, God would do things that you don't really see. You only, We only have... Um, we only can see what's in front of us. God knows what's in front of us, what's behind us, and what and things going on right now that we can't see. Like, and I feel like He just has such a clearer picture. So I wouldn't want to pick my future based on only what I know. Like I know just by knowing myself. I have a lot of blind spots. I have literally just by with my vision. And then I don't know. I just I just feel like we we can't see that. We only can see what we know. 
and we don't know it all. Like I could say that I want to be an architect, but I have no idea that about this whole other job that exists. And God does. God can get you there, but you can't because you only can see what you know. So I, I would firmly recommend that if you are in a state of mind where you're making choices and you feel like you're bringing God in, that you start to bring God in before you start making those choices. And then I feel like you will get to a point where your plans are better than his own. I mean, your plans are, your plans are better than God's plans. And then you will get to a point where you only will want God's plans and your heart will desire that. So, guys, I feel like that was a little long, but that was God's inspiration. And I'm done. All right. Well, we'll see y'all in two weeks. <laughs> Trisha ain't got nothing for him. You tired now? Yeah. I'm. You know what? It's cool. I'm super hungry. Ready to go eat. Me and Teresa are doing noon. Got to go track my dinner. Yep, me too. Um. And then eat it. Um, but yeah, guys, so don't forget, follow us on everything. I'm going to start updating and I promise you I will, Therese. Um, (laughs) going to start updating social media. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. I'm going to start updating that Twitter, y'all. I I mean, Instagram, I promise. But, um, yeah, guys, so follow, I mean, subscribe to our newsletter. Go to 20SNL.com and just sign up on the side. Type your little email in and we good. I'm excited, y'all. And we will see you guys in two weeks. All right. We'll see you. And so, and leave us a, a subscription. Leave us a review on uh, iTunes and we'll also love you, too. Or on Apple Podcasts. That's what I meant. Oh. Thanks, guys. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.